Ready or not, here, here we come. come. You, you can't, can't hide. hide. Gonna, gonna find you and make you, you want me ready or not. D- okay, don't right. don't I'm check sorry. your speakers. That's really us. Yeah, it's us. What's up, everybody? Oh my god, I'm so excited today. I'm in a great fucking mood today too. What's up, buddy? Oh, what's up? I miss you guys. Hey, what's miss up? you too, buddy. Uh, so I found out a lot more about Orasio and his uh, his soccer history for this one. And yeah. he actually he's did, a badass. Yeah, I I thought from the minimal research I did like a month ago, I was like, oh, he played like at a, a decently high collegiate level, mm-hmm. but I didn't see that he had actually played for uh, the NPL, which is like an Australian league, mm-hmm. professional league, yeah. and then also played uh, some American soccer at Fayetteville Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to ask him about his whole career, though, because it's hard to find really good info on it. Yeah, I figure we'll let yeah. him explain his his soccer career. Well, you know? yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm not going to try to read him his history. Well, no. And I just. <laughs> mean, yeah, exactly. I just mean, like, there's such limited information out there. It's not like Marlon where, like, we watched it happen. And yeah. it's easy to confirm the stats that are written out there. But like Orasio's like, there's no way. A lot of them are just like articles that were written. And it's like, OK, how accurate is this? Because then. You go into Orasio's Challenge Fandom wiki, like page thing, not wiki, but like the Challenge Fandom info page. Yeah. And at the very bottom, it lists like his his stats and his feats on the challenge. And like the first one is, you know, obviously he tied the elimination record at five with Wes and Casey and uh, and uh, Sarah, Sarah Grayson. And then it also says that he is one of only five people to ever be disqualified in a final. And 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 let me read you the names of the five people uh, supposedly that I were the only them, yeah. that were the only fucking five people to get disqualified in a final. And like I, I was reading these names and I'm sitting there and I'm just like, wait, what? Like there are way more than that. So these are the ones he has. Horacio is the fifth contestant to be disqualified from a final challenge. Along with uh, following Jen Grijalva, Mandy Moyer, Desi Williams, and Angela Rummins. What about Tyson? What about Kayla? What about Ben? Just off the USA, like they were disqualified as well. What about Enzo? He was disqualified. What about like there? And then you go back. What about Nicole Z? She was disqualified from two different finals. Like, what are you talking about? No, what I took it as is people who were disqualified based on their partner. Uh, but then it doesn't work with Angela because I was thinking yeah. like Desi, she got disqualified because her partner wasn't able to continue. He got disqualified because his partner wasn't able to continue. But then that doesn't really like because Jen and Mandy got timed out. Yeah, they, exactly. They make it's it to just, the next checkpoint. It's so stupid. Yeah. I'm like, you. This, no, there are tons of people who have been disqualified in final challenges. Let's not make it seem like it's this terrible thing to have happened. Like there are tons of people. Well, it's terrible what happened to well, him. No, it, it is. But I mean, yeah. like a terrible against him. Like and it's like partner, you're only say. one of five who couldn't finish the final. Like, no, that's not fucking true. Let's not do this. Okay. <laughs> like poor guy, man. But so I'm going to skip that stat because I think that stat is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> when they switch to like the two team format. And like he was still getting sent into elimination. I find it interesting that the two people that he eliminated were both Kenny and Jordan. And then they were the two that had the chance to come back in again. So he like boots all these people out the door and then they just turn around and come right back in. In some cases, 
in the same night at the same elimination. Yeah, yeah. well, and I want to talk to him about stuff like that. I didn't write those little like side questions down. I just kind of yeah. wrote down, you know, obviously like the flow. And then I figure we'll fill in little filler questions like that as we're on those topics. Like Rick's got some soccer questions that aren't necessarily written here, but because Rick found the stats and I just, I didn't want to trend. So um, there'll be more questions than just like the few that are written here. But I figured these were like the bigger talking points as far as like soccer, Exalton, you know, pre-life soccer, yeah. Exalton challenge. The notes. Ex- Exalton, Exalton. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. We're going to long. we're going to make sure that Horacio knows that we we are muy gringo and we do not speak Spanish and we will butcher it the whole time and it's okay to make fun of us it's all right it's all right Horacio I, we get it I listened to it a couple of times and I feel like it's ex at long long but I don't know for sure because it was when he was talking with bananas and they were like he would say it and bananas would try to say it and then he would correct him and then he would say it so I've got them all mixed up in my head. Right. Well, we'll just do the same thing. With but at them. least It'll we're trying. Yes, yeah, we are exactly. trying. <laughs> we'll do our best. That's all we can ever do. We always do. do. Well, we yeah. always I mean, do. case in point, episode one, when we couldn't figure out how to pronounce his name, I just messaged him on Instagram. And that's how this whole conversation <laughs> started. We will get your name right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we knew we were going to be talking about him a lot. Yeah. And look, we had four, like four or five questions last night and it went for four hours. So yeah. it, it was fun. It, it reminded me a lot of yeah. uh, the Tyler Duckworth interview. Yes, it was very much like that. Um, and it kind of reminded me once again, why we wanted to do this in the first place. Yeah. Which yeah. is to have realistic conversations where you get a real feeling of who these people are, mm-hmm. not what you're what they're edited into a storyline as. Yes. I look forward to listening to it because I was in rough shape yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, dying. I'm glad you took the day off so you Me could be too. ready for this. Speaking there of, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Look at that. 10 o'clock on the dot. I appreciate that. Right. I like that. I don't want to say I judge everybody, but that's how I do it. Hi. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Horacio. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. No, no. Thank you guys for having me. I am really jealous right now seeing you outside in a t-shirt because it snowed like in like eight (laughs) or nine inches here in Nevada last night. Yeah. Wow. No, I'm out here in uh, beautiful San Diego. So it's been nice. Mm, Oh, that's gorgeous. It's one of my favorite places to be. It just started snowing here. Wow. I built two snowmen this morning outside. So with my two-year-old, so you're in Canada, you don't count. Yeah, yeah you're in Canada, yeah. so that's yeah. we're built different. This is normal. <laughs> so, Arasio, my name's Ricky Hayes. Uh, this is my wife, Karina Hayes. Um, the gentleman in the gray shirt, bald with a beard like myself, is Josh Chambers. And then you know Tony. I know you guys have been going back and forth uh, and yeah. getting everything scheduled. Yeah. Um, we want to thank you so much for coming on. And just to verify, it's it's, I, that I am pronouncing right. It's Horacio Gutierrez Jr. Correct. Correct. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm. I'm going to apologize in advance. I'm going to do my best on some enunciations of some of the uh, shows you've done. Um, I'm not 100 <laughs> yeah. percent sure. We may need some help. Yeah, but we <laughs> yes. are going to do our best on this. No, no, no. That's all that matters, man. You guys do your best, and I'll help you help you out in whatever way I can. Awesome. We appreciate it so much. So, uh, uh, just to kind of give you a little bit of a background on how we like to do our shows is. You're like for the challenge rider dies. 
it was on TV for six months, but it was probably two months of filming, give or take maybe three months of filming. Yes, about about two months. Yeah, a little bit more. So that's two months of your life that we get condensed down to of your screen time, maybe an hour to two hours of just of, you, of yeah. just you. You know what I mean? So yeah. we don't get a, a good idea of who Horacio is. We just get the idea of who you are in their storyline for the show. Mm-hmm. Right. And we want to kind of give the listeners and people who find this episode the opportunity to know who you are and, you know, a little bit more about you. That sounds good. Let's do it. Perfect. All right. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. So to start off, we like to verify this because MTV is not always really on point with this. <laughs> um, but you're originally from El Paso, Texas. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Yeah, so El Paso, Texas, born and raised. Nice. Love it. Nice. Yeah. I, I have to bring this up because I saw your birthday and it's August 8th and it's actually we're that's, birthday twins. Yeah, that's her oh, birthday too. Nice. Yeah, yes. we're birthday twins. <laughs> eight, eight, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Leo gang. I love it. Leo gang, yes, sir. Yep. Okay. Now, so being born and raised in El Paso, Texas, um, what were your like goals growing up? Like we know you were into soccer. Um, mm-hmm. and obviously you were ta- very talented at, at it and we'll get into that, but mm-hmm. like, what were some of the things that you wanted to do growing up? Like your goals, what kind of kid were you? My first goal, um, when I was little and I remember this very clearly, I talked to my grandma and I said, I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to have my own little ice cream truck. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that was my amazing. Dream. That was my dream because, uh, I just wanted to eat the ice cream. That was me as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that was my That's initial awesome. dream. <laughs> but then after that, um, it just became soccer. Honestly, soccer was my life. And um, since I was five years old, that's when I think my dad pushed me into it. First session I ever had, I kind of had like a, a bad little, I guess, first day I show up and I'm like timid. I don't want to join the group. And my dad's like, come on, you can do it. You can do it. They pass me the ball. I kick it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Second ball, I think they hit straight to my face. Boom. Oh. And after that, I take off running to my mom. And my mom's like, you see, that's why I didn't want to bring him. And my mom was, has always been <laughs> so protective of me. <laughs> yeah. My mom has always been so protective. And um, I didn't want to go back. And my dad's like, come on, we got to go back. We got to go back. We go back next practice. And uh Ever since then, I mean, that was kind of just, that turned into my life. So my whole entire plan from El Paso, it was just such being a, I guess, a smaller town, a smaller city. You didn't hear too many of too many like professional soccer players coming from El Paso. You didn't hear about mm. all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, well, I want to be that guy. And yeah. little by little, you know, we started like several teammates of mine are not playing professional and stuff uh-huh. like that. But it was just like, I have to get out of El Paso. Like it was, it's called El Paso, which translates to the step. Mm. Gotcha. pretty cool so it's like el paso was a step for me that was right. like yes. okay nice. and then we jump we jump out of here um so yeah I'm, I'm so thankful to to be from there and you know represent it the way the best way i can uh it's still home in a sense because that's where my family is and whenever i'm not doing whatever i'm doing which is on the road or whatever that's where i go back to so that's awesome i love it, I love yeah. it. yeah Man, I mean, you're getting to a point where you could be successful enough to do the ice cream truck and everything else. <laughs> yeah. You just have to be able to schedule it. You know what I mean? But... <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. I, uh, it's funny because not too long ago, I was looking over uh, vans, but I was looking up for more like for travel. Yeah. But I mean, why not buy an ice cream truck and, Dude, and there you out. go. Just <laughs> throw like a mini generator and a freezer in there. Fill it up for yourself. You Good don't to have go. to sell to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <buy a money. laughs> 
Oh man! It's like forget these kids. This is my ice oh, cream. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna turn the little the little music on from the ice cream truck and then run out within the first 30 minutes. Like ah, oh, it's all over, man. I finished it. It's done. So with soccer, obviously you pursued it in El Paso in high school. And that led to you uh, going and playing in Division One one soccer with Grand Canyon University. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. yes. How how was your time there? Because I know you played there for what about two years, and then you transferred to Mississippi. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Um. So going back to the whole Paso thing, nowadays, like kids are, you know, they're talking to colleges, universities since they're freshmen in high school. Yeah. Right? yeah. They're they're getting committed yeah. by sophomore sophomore year and stuff. I didn't. I didn't know anything about that. I didn't have a highlight tape from high school. I didn't have anything. And I guess, what was it? Our, I, our high school season soccer starts on in January, which is kind of oh, weird. Yeah. It starts in January and ends in, in pretty much, I think, March, April. And then for college, they start preseason in, in July, August. Yeah. Right. So I'm ta- I started talking to colleges my senior year after my high school's soccer season. Oh, So wow. it's like... Wow. The college are like, oh, when do you graduate? I'm like, in a month or less. <laughs> They're yeah. like, oh, come on, man. You're supposed to be talking to us like two years prior. And I didn't know any of that. I just knew I wanted to go play Division One, and, you know, just keep playing. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough that Grand Canyon gave me the opportunity. I stepped in there kind of as a, you could kind of say walk-on. Mm-hmm. And um, it, was, it was good. I didn't have the most successful season uh, my freshman year. I thought I was going to redshirt, but the coach was like, no, I want you to play. I ended up not getting too many minutes. So I was like, okay. I came back the second season. There was a new coach. So it kind of gave you a new a breath of fresh air in a sense. Like, yeah. Right, man, yeah. you know, maybe I could prove myself. And uh, started off very well my sophomore season. And it just went downhill. Um, didn't see eye to eye with the coach in a sense. Uh-huh. And uh, at the end, I was like, you know what? I, I need to ask for my transfer. Uh, so, yeah, I decided to transfer. I wanted to stay in the Division One level. But it was, uh, you know, I did communicate with several schools um, up here in California, Cal Poly and all these other schools. But it was just, I don't know, in terms of they could help me financially, but not exactly how I wanted. And I didn't want my parents to have a, you know, all the weight on their shoulders. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, dude, I get that. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of set out of college for like six months because I decided to transfer halfway through my sophomore season. So yeah, from January to August, I, I didn't do any school. I just dropped out and I'm like, all right, we'll see what's next. <laughs> I was studying at El Paso Community College, just trying to get a couple of basics. But I knew I was going to go back to the game. I knew I had to come back. And then my high school coach, he's like, look, I know you don't want to play Division Two. I know you want to stick to Division One. Just give this a shot. Like, it's, it's yeah. you're just going to see the differences, like more money and all this. I'm like, all right. So he trans- I transferred out to a school in, in Mississippi, a smaller school called Mississippi College. And uh, honestly, it was it was great. First year there, we won our our regular season. Uh, we were qualified as some of the top twenty five in in the nation. So we just did good. Senior season, same wow. thing. So you know, yeah, I think a lot of people see it as like, oh, Division One, you have to stay, have to stay. But everybody has their own path, you know. And at yeah. the end of the day, there was a lot of players that were, I was playing with in Division Two that were coming from top academies, top MLS, like academy systems and there's like we're in the same boat in a sense you know it's so yeah i was able to do that and then once i graduated from mississippi college 
I went on to play overseas in Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we saw that it went that's in cool. uh, for the NPL, right? In in and Tasmania, yes. mm-hmm. Tasmania, yeah. So that's the second division in Australia. Which I mean, the level in Australia is is not the highest. I'll, I'll admit it. Um, but it was just a great adventure. I mean, I never thought I was going to be playing in Australia, or and I didn't even know what Tasmania was. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. the opportunity to do that travel, let alone is going to change your life. I mean, just going from Texas to yeah. Grand Canyon. To Mississippi is like a culture shock unto itself, yes. but then to go to Australia, Australia and then not just <laughs> Australia, but Tasmania, mm-hmm. it's, it's another culture shock. And I'm sure it, it like really kind of changed your perspective on life itself. A hundred percent. It's funny because I, I actually got to be part of this opportunity with two, two other American guys that were from North Carolina and they're, they're now, I mean, my brothers in a sense. And they're like, do you remember that? They call me H. <laughs> which is funny because they, they can't say it. That's you. So they call me H. They're like, <laughs> they're like, H, do you remember how like grumpy you were? And I was like, yeah, I, I was just, it's, it's funny because a lot of people are like, you never seem to get mad. You never seem, I'm like, you guys, oh man, you guys don't, don't know me personally because <laughs> I, I used to be that guy, you know, like just would get mad at everything. And when I was out in Tasmania, a lot of things went wrong. Um, you know, like I was having a, do a lot of things that the club had promised and I was having to take care of that on my own, which I didn't mind, but it got to a point where I'm like, all right, you guys are just taking advantage of me. Yeah. You know, I would have to coach the younger, the younger teams, but I was having to walk uh, to training and I'm talking about, I don't know, decent seven, eight miles with the soccer ball bag with like 18 balls in my back Jeez. and all that and stuff like that, which I'm like, all right, it's okay. I'll put in the effort, let them know I'm, I'm here to do it. Yeah. But then it got to a point where it just, I also started getting some injuries, uh, which later I had to come back and get knee surgery for and all this. Um, but it got to a point where I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm done. And, and now looking back, it's like it made me grow so much as a person. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I see the world so differently since then. And now every other opportunity that I've, I've had, I mean, I, I think I'm becoming a more positive, a, a, just a better individual in general. So super grateful for, for Tasmania. I Hell love yeah, it. that's awesome. And and I know you're being a little bit modest. Like you did really well. We yeah. like I looked we up the stats. stats. <laughs> yeah, your your stats are out there. Like we when, found them. You played when you went to Mississippi. Uh, you played like in every single game. Started almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were right at the top as far as most goals scored mm-hmm. for your mm-hmm. team. And then in Tasmania, you we saw the highlight tapes and mm-hmm. we also looked at, you know, some of your stats and you were doing really well. Like you're a really, really talented soccer player. Yes. No, thank you. Yeah, it, no, it was absolutely. Uh, it was it was definitely different compared to like my Grand Canyon. I think Grand Canyon, I was playing more of a defensive role. Yeah. Which, you know, it kind of to me, it's like, OK, I'll adapt to whatever position they play me in. But, you know, I've always had more of a attacking mindset. So you played forward most of your most of your time. It was more of a center attacking mid, yeah. You know? Okay, but uh, I because I do like to put like work on both ends of the, like more of a box to box center midfielder. Like, all right, let yeah. me go to the attack, but don't worry, I'm gonna bust my butt to get back and and get this tackle, you know. Mm-hmm. And in in Mississippi, you know, the coach gave me that freedom, and I was able to jump in and at a great program, um, in a great moment. And yeah, I was able to do my thing in a sense. And then once. Tasmania came about same thing I was going to take over that that center mid position but we were in need of a striker and they're like well do you want to take it and I was like okay and you know I ended up being yeah the, the top goal scorer for for the team and uh, even though I missed a lot of matches due to to injuries and stuff I was still able to 
finish up in like the MPL team of the season and stuff like that. Yeah. I got several awards. So it was, it was a good time and I just enjoyed it. That's I, awesome. I, 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 love I love it. Yeah, no, I really love it too. And then you played a little bit of soccer here in America as well, like in Fayetteville. Is that correct? Yes. Um, so yeah, once I came back, like I said, I got surgery on my knee is pretty, pretty weird surgery, but I got it done in Mexico, the, the Mexican way. <laughs> was it like you tore your MCL or your ACL or something? Uh, so it was my meniscus. It was partial mm. ACL, uh, lateral ligament, and uh, I had a cyst as well. Uh, so I did what I mean by Mexican ways. You know, I was awake during the surgery. Like I, the only, it was only from half from my waist down. Mm-hmm. Basically, and, gave you an epidural. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and uh, you know they finished the. I'm I'm listening to the to the doctors and they're listening to music and I'm just kind of there like okay cool, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then they, they finish the surgery right and then they they start moving my my knee, and they go something's not right. And I'm like, well, you're the doctor. Like, what do you mean something's not right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like starting to get worried. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, man. And uh, he's like, we're going to have to open, open up again. And I'm like, okay. But then I like look down into my right knee and on my lateral side, they just make like, I don't know. I want to say probably a solid three inch, four inch, like just cut, just straight on. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, that wasn't part of the the plan of what you told me. And, you know, they, they said that they had to go in there because of the cyst and all this kind of thing. And long story short, they put it, they opened me up right where I bend my knee, exactly where I bend my knee. So when I had to do the, the recovery, the, the, the therapy and all that, every time I, you know, try to do squats, all that, like the the stitches would just like bust open. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? It, it got to a point where I'm like, I don't care. So I just started like putting tape on it and, mm-hmm. you know, like it would bust open, put some more tape, bust open. And so it took a while for that to actually close because it kept opening up. But right. I was able to recover in, I don't know, maybe like a month and a half. It was a fast recovery. I pushed it. At the time, I was also training with a, a professional team here at, well, in El Paso, mm-hmm. El Paso Locomotive. I never got signed, but I trained with them for several, several months. And then that's when like, Kind of the whole pandemic thing happened. Yeah, mm. I did. Sh- I did the show, but then that's when I played with the Fury, which is an indoor uh, professional indoor team, and it was also a su- successful season. I got to play with the two guys from North Carolina. Yeah, uh, they're yeah. The, yeah they're nice. the, guys brought, the guys that brought me out out there, and uh, we were able to win the entire entire thing. We were the champions, and uh, I think I did also pretty well in terms of goals and assists. And it was a successful season. That's that, awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, no, I mean, look, I've so I've got a little brother who's he's in high school now, but Mm -hmm. he's been in soccer from about four or five years old in AYSO. And then and he was good and he got better and better. And then he started getting into like the U13 leagues and then the the team sponsored leagues, which I didn't know that Premier Leagues have sponsorships throughout America for to develop kids. And it's. Mm -hmm. It's becoming very much like how I've heard it is in in other countries with soccer. Uh, and yes. America has made a big jump in the last like 10 years in that. Yeah. But to go through what you went through where you didn't necessarily know that it's it's a totally different story. It's like every generation is kind of building up for the next generation of soccer players here mm-hmm. in the States. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think it's a definitely a growing sport. And I think I'm not saying it's getting easier because it's not to become no. a professional. Uh, but I think, you know, the, the tools that are being now, how can you say, 
available like de- yeah developed yeah. or put, put put out there yeah exactly it gives a lot of uh younger kids the opportunities and you know all i can say is just keep working hard because you never know it's it's you just got to put in the work and you never know who's watching you never know who's who's there and yep. something could just come up you know you might not be the fit for i mean i've had so many no's my entire life and i'm still not a professional i i, I don't consider myself a professional um, but you know, I've had so many no's, so many no's and everyone thinks one yes. And you're like, all right, I got an opportunity. Maybe it's not exactly what you wanted. You know, everybody mm-hmm. thinks about playing for Barcelona, for Real Madrid, you know, these big time clubs and not everybody's just like that, you know? And for me, yeah. it was like, I had to come to the acceptance that, you know, that's not going to be my path, even though that's been my entire life, just pushing for soccer, pushing for it. And it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be, but because of soccer, I got these other opportunities, which I'm so thankful for. And they have made me the, the person and the athlete that I am. Absolutely. Awesome. And, and I was going to say, it, that's why I love asking these questions about yeah. kind of like your youth and growing up, because your storyline of who you are, what you've gone mm-hmm. through, like you said, hearing the no's, mm-hmm. dealing with yeah. rejection and learning how to uh, work on your mental health as you're going, because it's never a solid process all the way through. No. We all have our peaks and valleys, right? Yes. But learning how to deal with that, it, it shows the reason why you, I think you were also successful in the challenge house as well yes. and successful in maybe this new pursuit of becoming a professional mm-hmm. as far as, you know, with the challenge and stuff like that on reality TV. Mm-hmm. And right. um, now I haven't seen the show that you did uh, pre before the challenge. And I'm probably going to butcher this, but it's, is it <laughs> ex- Exalto or am I saying that completely wrong? Exalton. Exatlon. Oh, there you go. That's pretty close. Yeah. Exatlon. Exatlon. Okay. All right. Yes. No G at the end long. though. It's just an N, right? Yeah. It's just an N. I okay. Just an N. Exatlon. Yeah. Except long. So okay. I, I, right, got I, it. <laughs> how did that opportunity come about? Because I'm assuming that was relatively quick after the Fayetteville soccer. What made that transition happen for you? That, that was actually before the Fayetteville. Um, really? Okay. Oh, okay. That was before. Yeah. I thought I was completely done with soccer. Um, and that's because the whole except loan thing happened. I was, uh, I had just gone on trial with the team in South Carolina. And then they let us know like, hey. Uh, that's when COVID hits. It hits yeah. in February. Mm. And we're all thinking like, oh, you know, guys, take a month off, blah, blah, blah. And then it turns out to be, what, two years? I don't know how long COVID yeah. took. And um, while, well, you know, um, I was actually working at a furniture warehouse, just trying to think like, what can I do? What can I do? Kind of just to add a little bit to the story. I actually went out to Spain and they're like, hey, you're going you're gonna to come out here. You're going to play with a team in Spain. And it turned out to be like kind of a scam. It was like, oh. I show up out there. Oh. And they're like, all right, man, yeah. Uh, I trained with the team for like two days. And then one of the guys is like, all right, now you're going to pay me this amount of money. And I'm like, dude, I don't got to pay you anything. Like I said, once I get a contract, you get a percentage. I think that's how it works. He's like, no, 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 you got to pay me. I said, I'm not going to pay you anything. And, you know, he kind of yeah. just kicked me, kicked me to the curb. And so I was homeless for a couple of days in, in Spain. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> oh, my God. That was, that was fun. Uh, I mean, I mean, and these are all the adventures that kind of just, you know, made me and, you know, I, I wouldn't change anything. It wasn't meant to be there again in Spain. So I come back. I went back to working at that same furniture warehouse. I then decided to move to Houston to just go play with just a, a semi-professional team. And I'm like, yeah. why not just move out there? I stopped working at Starbucks. And I'm just doing my thing, playing, working at Starbucks. I was doing Uber as well. Mm-hmm. And then at the time, my girlfriend, she had applied. Well, kind of to go back that summer, right before I went to Spain. We were at, 
my grandma's house and she's watching this show Exatlon. And my grandma's like, oh, I would love it if you did this. And I'm like, nah, grandma, I'm a soccer player. I don't do that yeah. stuff. <laughs> and yeah, like, nah. and uh, she goes, well, why don't you do it? And she's talking to my girlfriend at the time. And she kind of, she wasn't interested necessarily in being part of the show, but she just did it for my grandma. So she just went on the application online. I'm watching her do this application. Probably the worst application she's ever done. She left things blank and just like, <laughs> she just did it, right? Just yeah. to like kind of please my grandma. Yeah. And it was like, all right, cool. Going back to Houston, I'm there. She calls me. She's like, I just got a call from Miami. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, from the Telemundo headquarters. I'm like, what? Oh, wow. And so she got the call for, for casting. And I'm like, wow, well, congratulations. And she goes, well, I'm going to tell them about you. I think, uh, I think you do really good. I said, yeah, go ahead. And I mean, long story short, they push her to the side and they take me in. <gasps> oh no. And, yeah. 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 Oh. oh no. Yeah. And uh, you know, um, I hadn't applied, I had I hadn't applied to the show or anything. And so like I'm like, hey, are you, are you cool? She's like, yeah, yeah. And at the time, you know, she she, she was okay with that because she was uh finishing up her master's degree. Mm, and you okay. know, she had several things going up um in her career. And so she's like, yeah, yeah, you do your thing. And so, yeah, that's how that came about. It was kind wow. of just a matter of, of, wow. of luck and, and God there in a sense. It's, it's that's so wild. Hearing <laughs> like casting stories sometimes is <laughs> like so great because it's, it's the only word I can use for it is like serendipitous. Like it's so mm -hmm. much like yes. fate almost. It just happened. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was meant to I, be. I, I, learned, I learned that word with the Bananas podcast. Serendipity. I didn't know what he yeah. meant. Yeah. He, he taught me that word. So, oh, nice. shit. Perfect timing. <laughs> Strike while it's hot. <laughs> so I I wasn't able to see the show, uh, but right. I saw highlights of like some of the competition. Yeah, they got did. some of them on like YouTube and YouTube. stuff. So. Um, and it looked very almost challenge wise, like almost Survivor-esque yeah. kind of challenges, but a little bit more focused on like some endurance as well. Yes, actually, uh, where we filmed that show, they were also filming uh, Survivor. So yeah, you know, some, oh, of the wow. obstacle, some of the obstacles that we would use, Survivor would use, but they would just like kind of simplify them because obviously, I mean, these guys, I mean, they're starving and they can't be running what we were running. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, they were filming the same, same location and uh, the show is very just athletic based, very competition based. There's no... Uh, reality aspect it's not nothing like the challenge in terms of like oh this person said this and all that none of that yeah. and so to me it was like this is perfect i love yeah. to go out and compete and uh also it goes back to i've said it multiple times just me being so much more comfortable in in spanish and so yeah. getting to participate and get to know these these athletes because we we're actually competing against professional athletes you know we had i mean there was ufc fighters there was professional uh uh, what is it? Soccer players, Olympians. There was a bit of everything. And so, you know, you go out there and you're like, all right, it's my time to shine against these pros. Like, let's yeah. see what, what makes us different in a sense, you know? So I love that. And um, when it came to elimination, it was also based on performance. If you weren't doing too well, yeah. you know, all right, man, it's time, your time to go down and prove yourself. And, if, and that's how it was. Okay, so there were because I was curious about the format. Like if, if you guys like all lived in a house, kind of like the challenge and there were eliminations or if it was just show up to compete for that day, go home. You know what I mean? How, how, what was the format like for the show? Uh, so, yeah, it was the red team versus the blue team. The red team was a woman, one made up of professionals. And then the blue team, which is the team where I was at, it was just like us normal people in a sense. Right. And um, 
Yeah, every single week, at least once per week, you would compete for what they called the um, Fortaleza, which was kind of like the mansion. Okay. You know, if, you're, if your team won, you would go to the mansion and the mansion had, you know, hot water, it had beds, it had a chef, it had a pool, stuff like that. If you lost, you went to the cabin and the cabin, I mean, you had to like, you had cold water, you had shower buckets, um, you know, you, you didn't have much. There was no AC. Um, you were pretty much sleeping on the ground, little things like that, you know? Gotcha. And okay. so that was at least once per week. But every single day you were going out and competing for something. Wow. Every single day. And I did that for six months. Wow. Well, that's a long wow. show too, because you came in a little bit late on that one, right? So I, how long? Yes. That show's like eight months. Is that what I read? I, I think it said it was like eight months in full. Yeah. Well, that season, uh, which was the longest season they've ever de- done, and I don't think they'll ever repeat that. Um, yeah, that was <laughs> that was eight months. Yeah, they, wow. they wouldn't do that again. That that actually dropped their ratings in a sense because I mean I it's too long. Yeah, and especially with the show that's being aired every single day except for Saturdays. I mean, people just wow. want to see like, all right, it's cool to see the competition, but it gets to a point where like, all right, let's just get to the final. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It was. Uh, I was an alternate again there <laughs> so I showed up late <laughs> and uh which is also a pretty crazy story with the alternate because similar to the challenge with Exatlon they call me and they're like you know I went to go out to Miami do my my physical and my medical all that stuff mm-hmm. they call me and they're like hey man you're in you're in the first group you're gonna be coming I think January 3rd something like that of mm-hmm. 2021 I said all right man let's do it they sh- they send me my flight everything I think it's January 1st. They call me and they're like, hey, we're not taking you. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry? What? <laughs> and I'm like, I got everything packed. What do you mean? And they're like, I'm sorry, we're not taking you. And I had to ask. I'm like, hey, like, please, can you just tell me why? Like, was I not good enough? Like, I remember my med scores and talking to the doctors like, dude, you're the fittest guy here. Like, because we did like a uh, treadmill test and everything. Yeah. And they're like, dude, what are yeah. you doing? I'm like, I just play soccer. <laughs> and um, yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, you're very fit. And so he's like, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. You know, we're going to take somebody that has a better story than you. And, you know, that's, that's at the end of the day, that's what sells. Business, yeah. 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 And I was like, wow. Okay. And that's so, you know, <laughs> I was, I was mad at the time for sure. I yeah. was going to forget that show, like all this. And he's like, oh, but we'll, we'll call you. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. You're not going to call yeah, me. Yeah. You ain't going to call Don't me. Don't lie to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, and I'm like. So what do I do with the flight? He's like, just forget about it. Just dude, just relax. You'll be all right. And I'm like, ah. And I went on to, to work with my dad as an electrician. Uh, we came out here to California. We were working out here. And that I did that for like a month and a half. In the back of my head, I still, even though I was so mad with the show, I'm like, ah, hopefully they call me. Hopefully they call me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we finally, we finished a job out here in, in California. And we go back to, to El Paso. And at that point, I'm like, you know what? They're not even going to call me. There had already been a couple injuries in the show. There had been other people that came in and stuff. I'm like, yeah, they're, they're not going to call me. And so at the time, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go out. And my girlfriend, once again, at the time, she was living in Michigan. And so I said, I'm going to go out there and just be with her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you see, we'll see what, what happens. I can maybe get a job out there as a, at the hospital where she works and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, I'll be there by Saturday. She's yeah. like, okay, cool. <laughs> this is a Monday. Yeah. They call me Wednesday. We need you here tomorrow. And I'm like, oh my oh, gosh. Shit. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm like, oh. And I, <laughs> this, is, this is what, like late February, March, probably. I don't even know what, what month it was. You know, I, I call her. And I'm like, you know what? They just called me for the show. 
I, I yeah. gotta go. Yeah. And you know, it, it hurt. It still hurts to this day. Like just hearing her cry and all that. I'm like, oh, like I just I have to take this opportunity. You know, it's like all the opportunities that soccer didn't give me. Like this is now one I have to take in a sense. Yeah. yeah. And you know, she was she was the best. She was so supportive, and you know, she's like, don't worry, like we'll make through this and all that. And so. I, I went and I was like, don't worry. Like I could be, I could be back in a week. I could be eliminated the first week. You never yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I ended up staying the next six months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not knowing I was going to do, you know, fairly well. And uh, yeah, it, that's how it went. And I was eliminated one day before the final. Oh, um, man. Yeah. So, you know, I had, a, I have a bad, pretty, pretty bad history with finals. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. I, Man. Is there, do they give would you get like an opportunity to go back do they do uh, like returning so this this show they don't do that too much it's weird because actually the season that i was part of which was the fifth season most of my team they were all returners they were all returning for their second season oh. i was i was once again i was pretty much the only rookie to like be almost like you know winning the entire thing and i'm like gosh dang it what's up with me and being the rookie <laughs> but uh yeah they don't really call they don't really do callbacks too much that season was just because it was so long they're like oh we're gonna bring back people that made it to like the final and you know they lost or something but i do have hope that you know i might get a, a call back from them and i would love to go back and do it do it again i know it'd be a shorter season and simply just see what, what i can do and hopefully win it and I know what, what the show's about. I know what the competition is like. And yeah, it would be fun to go back. And it was, it was a lot more focused on like the actual athletics of it too. Because I think I was listening to a podcast that you were on. And I don't remember whether it was with Talik or Bananas. But you were talking about how they really just had security cameras as far as what they were covering in the house. Mm. So it wasn't focused on the drama or anything like that. It was purely the athletics. Exactly. Yes. Um, yeah, we had security cameras all over. Like we'd be inside the cabin. The cabin was, was small. Like we were all living in the same cabin, but you had like five different cameras in every single wall. And it's like, you knew like none of that, that what they filmed would be, would be aired. It was just yeah. like for, for security purposes. They, the only reality we would do is like the morning before or the night before they would come up with the camera crew and they'd be like, all right, today, uh, Horacio, you, and you know kelvin you guys are gonna do interviews all right cool so we come over it's like we're like practicing or something they're filming that and then they come they're like all right today is this, this is the topic you know somebody had an injury yesterday talk about that and so you right. know they, yeah. they kind of gave us something to talk about we would take over and then like one-on-one um interviews all right so right. what do you think about this and then you talk but that was the most reality we would do and it wasn't like acted it was just like they would just give us a topic and then we would just talk about it but yeah, right. Your, right, right your yeah. opinion on it yeah yeah, yeah um, absolutely that was it it was just athletic focus focus and that's a, that I, I love that <laughs> yeah that's yeah. awesome i i know a lot of challenge fans really like like the the drama of the reality but like i'm here for the competition i don't care what happens <laughs> in the house Same. to be honest like <laughs> which is crazy because there's like so many people that that that's what they're there for they're there for yeah. the drama they're there for yeah and you know it's everybody has different i guess views and perspectives opinions and to me it was like all right i'm not gonna fall into all that stuff that's not me at the end of the day i'm just here to compete and you know if people like me great and if they don't i mean i'm sorry I, i'm not gonna be anybody i'm not so i love that's that how, that's how it was I well, love that. And it's, I, I like the fact that you were able to go from, you know, kind of how you're talking about 
your whole life being a competitor, being a competitor in mm-hmm. athletics. Mm-hmm. And then you go from that to now you get to do the same kind of competition, not the same competition, but you still get to remain a competitor and do some competitive stuff, which is where you feel like you thrive at. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and, and so it's, it's, I'm searching for the words I want to use, but it's, it's a nice way to make that transition into reality TV mm-hmm. with the challenge too. Cause you got a little bit of training, like, Hey, Horacio, what's your opinion on how this happened? And it's, I'm sure it's different in a confessional with the challenge, yeah. but you still get that training to move forward. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. And you know, that, that's probably the, the thing I was most nervous about was the confessionals. Uh, because I'm like, uh, you know, everybody's like out here, like, you know, they, they love the one-liners and I'm like, I'm not a one-liner kind of guy. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm here to talk about the situation. I'm here to like, you know, break it down. And so that was definitely, uh, hard for me. And to be honest, I was just as surprised as probably a lot of people were that I got so much screen time. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm not that, I'm not that personality. You know, I think, uh, I don't want to consider myself boring, but like, I'm more like, Hey, I want to get to know you. I want to, I want to break you down. I want to see like, you know, that's, that's kind of me. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be the guy that's cracking jokes immediately or anything like that. You know, I take, I guess some time to ease into it, especially in English. I mean, if it was Spanish, it'd be so different. Right. Um, But in English, like I gotta, I gotta take my time. And so, yeah, I think that was the only thing I was nervous about. And like, I think like when it was like challenge time, elimination time, I'm like, all right, let's go. They're like, oh, today you got confessionals. I'm like, oh gosh, oh gosh, what do I do? <laughs> what, do, I do? <laughs> what do I say? That's the challenge for him. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. No, you you had good confessionals yeah. all season too. And you know what? You might not be the the one liner kind of person, but I'm I'm trying to think of a single scenario since we've started this podcast in which we have named somebody MVP more times than we did you this season. Like <laughs> wow, it was literally crazy. almost every week where we're like, yeah, Horacio and Olivia, Horacio and Olivia. <laughs> like, what do we say? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you guys got the, the honorable mentions for the entire season next to Tori and Devin for winning. And we were like, Tori and Devin, uh, yeah. cause they won, but Horacio and Olivia. Like, <laughs> and, season it was, MVPs. and it was unanimous. Yeah. So through the one liners. No, that means a lot. Thank you. No, absolutely. And, and I, I think it's it's shitty, you know, to be put into elimination so often, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. nobody wants that their rookie season, but at the same time, because of that, it gave you the opportunity to shine and show that what you could do. And you, you've probably heard it a million times, but it, it's one of the most fantastic rookie seasons that any of us have ever seen on the challenge ever. No, yeah. Well, I mean, we talked about redoing our because the very first episode that I was on. We did a roundtable conversation about the greatest rookie season, and we've already been talking all throughout this season how we're going to have to redo it because of you and Olivia. Yeah. Wow. No, that, that's amazing to hear. I mean, once again, I went into it not expecting anything, absolutely anything. I remember I told Olivia, hey, if we're here for a week or two. That's great. You know, at the end of the day. Yeah. And it wasn't because of the competition or anything like that. I honestly went in there blindly. I didn't know too much about the challenge. I didn't know exactly how much politics play into the game all that stuff and so it was like we're besides us being rookies it's also like i'm coming from a show that nobody knows so mm-hmm. that to me it's like i'm already in the bottom of the list but with that i'm like even lower in a sense if that's a possibility so you know i, I just like all right olivia let's, let's just do what we can um i'm gonna be me she, she obviously knew i was gonna be more quiet and she was 
first day she was already partying it up with all the vets and I'm like yeah great you do your thing you do your thing just please don't 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 talk don't over talk because you know we don't want to you don't want to like stir the pot just yeah like hold on yeah and you know at the end of the day it was just it was just an amazing experience and rookie season I think the icing on the cake would have been winning it yeah but, you know you, you can't have everything <laughs> it is what it is but yeah. I mean look it's next to winning it you had one of the best seasons that you that physically possible you know what i mean like i don't think you could top it really well and and even after the incident in the final i'm pretty sure the entire fan base agreed on something for the first time ever Ever. is that (laughs) is that had that incident not happened, you and Olivia were the only ones who really stood a chance against Tori and Devin in that in that final. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. so even Devin said it. And that yeah, and even Devin said you guys were the only ones they were worried about in that final. They weren't worried about Jordan or bananas or any of them. I think that's and, that's a lot to be said as well. Yeah. And I think that that even that makes the what is it like it makes the hurt even more in a sense because you know, you you were I was there during that finale, during that final elimination and looking at everything. I'm like, ah, you know, I don't know. Maybe Olivia and I could have been eliminated. If the accident wouldn't happen, we could have been eliminated prior. I don't know what could have happened. But looking at that final elimination, it's like, you know, this was kind of right up our alley. Like it was a lot of, all right, we got to stay focused and we got to have endurance for a long time. Like, can we Mm -hmm. do it? Let's do it. Like, I think that was uh, a perfect elimination for us. I'm not trying to make anybody seem less Devin and Tori absolutely did their thing and you know everybody oh, yeah. was there bananas Nani uh Jordan and Nisa they were all amazing competitors oh yeah but at the end of the day it was like man I feel like we could have we could have done something we could have definitely you know yeah possibly yeah. win it but like I said it wasn't meant to be this time hopefully we get that second opportunity I mean, you did already win an elimination damn near exactly like that one where you had to go through the separate rooms and stuff. So, you know, well, exactly. I kind of want to take a step back real quick just to kind of get more understanding in in Mm -hmm. this is how long did you go from Exalton to and then into the challenge? Um, It was like a year, wasn't it? it Exactly. Yeah, it was about a year. Um, Yeah. yeah, Actually, a little bit more just because. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, a year. We I started filming with Exathlon probably like March 2021. Didn't end till August. And then um August, September. And then went back to El Paso. That's when I later December went to North Carolina to play with the Fury. I was with them till April. And then the show started filming. It was like was April. It? Yeah, May or something May, like that. Wasn't June. It? Yeah. So a year. So yeah, about a year, maybe a little less than a year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a busy year, though. Yeah, that's a busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a busy year, though, dude. Um, so, how was that? Like, did you get the call originally from the challenge and and say I want to bring Olivia, or did Olivia get the call and then she said no, I want to bring Arasio with me? And how did that happen? Uh, <laughs> so very similar to what Exathlon. I wasn't looking for it. I didn't know what the challenge was, and a friend of mine from Exathlon, he came in contact with with a, a management group, an agent. And he's like, hey, man, these guys talking about the challenge on MTV. 
And I didn't, I didn't know what the challenge was, but I heard MTV and I was like, yeah, say yes. Yeah, yeah, let's see what we're doing. <laughs> of course. I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> MTV? What? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Show up to Love Island. Right? Uh, I knew Love it was ridic- ridiculousness. I'm like, if I could go out there with Rob Dyrdek, let's do it. Like, yeah, right. yeah, I'm game, bro. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, he, he goes on to tell him yes. And, you know, we start talking and it was only me and two other guys from Exathlon. And, uh, at the time, I didn't, like, obviously I already knew Olivia, but I didn't know exactly, that she, like, where she was at or anything. Mm-hmm. And so, we start talking, and I start talking with this guy, with this agent, and he's kind of just letting me know also, like, hey, man, you kind of have, like, the biggest hurdles to overcome, you know, you don't have a big Instagram following, you know, you're coming from a show that not a, people, not a lot of people know, uh, you're the quietest of all, of all these guys, and all this, <laughs> so, you know, like, I get it, I get what, what, I, what I got against me, it's all right. And then uh, he comes on to let me know, like, how oh, the show's ride or die. And I don't even remember how exactly, but find out, like, Olivia's also working with him. And it's like, oh, what? And mm-hmm. so that's when we, like, started to connect. Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Possibly we could do this together then. And I know, mm-hmm. you know, she's coming from Love Island. And a lot of people are like, well, she should have done it with her Love Island guys and stuff. Which I know that was a possibility for her. But at the end, of, I think she, she decided to say, like, my name. And they went on with it. And to me, it was like, once again, like, uh, we'll see, we'll see. Because they didn't give me the the green light. Mm -hmm. So probably a week before everybody, like, we all traveled to Argentina. (laughs) Yeah, they like doing that. (laughs) And I was like, like, is this yes? Is this no? And the the agent's like, dude, you got to be patient. Like, I get it. He's like, I'm trying to do everything on my end and all this. And I'm like, all right, all right. Okay, cool. And when we get the call, it's like, all right, we're going. And we fly out to Argentina, and then once again, like <laughs> alternate, <laughs> alternate, yeah. They they let us know the night we show up. The next day, or I don't know, two days after, they're like, "Tomorrow, be be ready by 11 a.m. Show uh, show up, well dressed, you know, and we're gonna come up and pick you up. Cool. Meaning we're going inside to the game. You know, they start off at the yacht this yeah. season. Yeah. So yeah. they kind of let us know, like, you guys are gonna be going somewhere fancy. Like, okay, cool get dressed and everything and uh i start hearing people getting picked up you know laura was right across from me so i hear her like they t- they pick her up i think tamara was pretty near me and stuff so they just start taking people and i'm like all right they're, they're coming for me they're coming for me then the knock never comes it never <laughs> comes and Jeez. i felt i just like i was in bed and like i look at the clock and it was probably like one and i'm still kind of faithful i'm like ah maybe they'll show up you know and i fell asleep i fell asleep but very aware of like yeah 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 Yeah. wake up it's like seven and i'm like dang i guess i guess we're not going and so i (laughs) i call olivia next door and then she was also asleep because i could hear in her voice (laughs) and she goes i think we're alternates i'm like really you really think that after after several hours you're gonna think that (laughs) like you're like yeah and i'm like yeah i guess so And then finally, like somebody comes over and knocks, and they're like, We just want to let you know, like, you're an alternate. And I'm like, "Uh, Here we go again, round two of this alternate thing. And they pretty much tell us, If you're not in by, I think it was Thursday. And I don't know, I don't remember exactly what day, but they gave us like five days. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're not in by then, you're flying back to the US Mm -hmm. and you'll be on standby, which I mean, pretty much standby means you're not going to get a call. You're not getting a call. Right. Yeah. Unless like an injury, unless something massive happens. happens. Yeah. 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 And so, it's like, okay, once again, we're, we're alternates and I got to hang out with Olivia and then we find out who was there. So we got to see other guys that were there. And, and so we're all talking like, oh, what's going on? Like everybody has their theory. 
I'm the new guy. I'm just kind of listening. I'm like, dude, we're just not in. That's it. Like, there's no theory. <laughs> That's, there's nothing to it. Then I think it was Nam that had a, his room had the, his window was right where the main entrance was. Mm. Yeah. And I think he saw that Nerese came back. And so when he saw that, like, everybody's trying to get in contact with Nerese and stuff. And we found out that, you know, she, she got COVID or she, uh, something like that. Yeah. And so we're like, wait, what's going on? And then that's when we're like, all right, everybody grab your stuff. You're going on to another hotel. And we're like, what? What's going on? So we all moved to another hotel. And we're, we just, we're just not, they're keeping us out of the loop in a sense. Yeah. yeah. And we go back to this, this other hotel. They gave us back our phones because they had, they had taken them away from us, even though we weren't going in. Uh, they gave us back our phones. So I'm like, all right, this definitely means we're not going in. Like, yeah. They just yeah. gave us back our phone. And then like three hours later, they come. They're like, hey, we need your stuff. And then they're like, here. And they give me my jersey. And I'm like, wait, what? They're like, I got a jersey. They're like, going in tomorrow. <laughs> straight into the challenge. I'm like, like straight into comp- competition. Like straight in. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wow. And I mean, the, the excitement, the, the adrenaline that I felt in that moment. I mean, even talking about it, I just gets me going. Like, I was like, wow, let's go. Like, it's go time. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So once again, like, just blessed with that opportunity because... It wasn't supposed to happen, you know. People yeah. got sick, yeah. and we came in, and so God it did. And what an absolutely impeccable showing because you guys came out on that second challenge, and then the first thing you do is you guys go out there and you do this like <laughs> this like Superman jump onto the swinging rope and like a backflip and like all this crazy shit. I'm like, where did this guy come from? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was just it was awesome, and like the minute you yeah. walk. I don't think I've ever seen TJ watch a rookie <laughs> on one round of a competition and then say, this dude's the real deal. Like, mm-hmm. that was massive. Yeah. I was like, wow, TJ likes him. <laughs> no, it was the best when I, when I saw TJ's reaction. And at the time, it was like, because it was still when TJ was like, butchering my name and stuff so i'm like yeah this guy probably doesn't even think much about me and stuff. And I'm going to be honest, that, that first challenge when we came in, like, we didn't do too well. I was, yeah, you could definitely say, like, the ner- I didn't know what the word um, cumulative meant. <laughs> and right. so it was like, what is a cumulative between your guys' ages? And I'm looking at Olivia, and she's looking at me for an answer, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like, I, 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 I don't know. And so, you know, we didn't do too well that first challenge. Luckily, Johnny Middlebrooks and Raven got it. And so, you know, that kept us on the safe end. But then the next one, I was like, all right. And Olivia, like it's time to like really come out and, and show what we can do. Yeah. And especially we we were the first one, like you saw on the show, we were the first ones to do it. Yeah. And so I knew like a lot of people were like, oh, it's you know, these guys are probably gonna fail. And I'm glad it, it went the way it did because I feel like a lot of people said I set the bar to a certain, you know, standard. Yeah. And everybody tried to copy me. And that's why so many people just kept falling and falling and falling. And I'm like, there you go. God, just do what I do. Just do what I do. Dude, just keep copying. <laughs> keep yeah. trying to do it. <laughs> so no, that's it awesome. I want to go back a little bit. So you and Olivia have known each other for quite a while, right? Like back like to like 2014? 2014, correct. Yes. Did you guys meet like when you were attending Grand Canyon? Yes, uh, exactly. When I was in Grand Canyon, um, I don't really go out too much. But rare occasion, I decided to go out with the, with the soccer guys. And we were out at some spot. I don't remember exactly the spot. and. Um, Olivia was there, you know, being her loud self. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, naturally attracts people. And yeah. soccer guys, you know, they're they're not the exception. And so, you know, they start talking, they start they start talking to her and stuff. And I'm kind of more to my to myself, just drinking water because I don't drink. And mm-hmm. I think that's maybe what caught her eye. Like she's like, "What are you drinking?" I'm like, just "Water." <laughs> and you know, that's where the conversation just sparked. And you know, to me, it's always been like, "I'm I'm not. I don't want to say I can't, but I'm not the best at, at going up to somebody and just start talking. I, yes. I, I really am the worst at that. But if somebody comes over and starts talking to me, and I feel like I could talk to you all day, at least right. like if you don't find me boring, you know, I feel like I can talk to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that that was the case with Olivia. You know, she yeah. came over and started talking and then that's where you know kind of just kept in touch at the time i didn't even have instagram or anything so it was mm. just like kind of exchanged numbers we kept in touch and then i transferred uh not long after yeah but you know we just kept in touch he went on to do love island i went on to do except loan and it was just like you know we were kind of like cool whenever i would go back to phoenix because i still have a lot of friends there i have my grandma there and aunt and stuff i would go and like hey we're, what are you up to and stuff but uh yeah it was just kind of like cool little relationship that's how it started and once again th- thanks to soccer again in a right? sense. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. Like, and that's the thing is like it's you know just a random meeting because you don't go out that often you decide to go yeah. out that night yeah and it changed your whole life yep exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i never would have in a million years thought i would do something like that with with olivia i mean with anybody in general but just like with somebody like olivia that i met randomly at, at a, a place that i i I don't really go out to or anything. And it's like, we're going to do this together. Like, that's it was, wild. it was crazy. Yeah. Um, you've done Spartan runs together too. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we never actually competed together in a sense because I was, I would do a different, like there's, I guess, different categories for Spartan runs. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but we were uh, at events together, but uh, yeah, in terms of actually competing together and working with one another, the challenge was definitely our first. So mm, okay. I'm not gonna lie, I, that was definitely nervous about that. Um, not doubting her, but it was just like, you know, I'm like, Olivia, you can't be, can't be drinking the night before we got to do this. It's like, don't worry, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, full disclosure. Like I, I, I've asked Olivia cause we're going to try to have her on soon. And nice. I asked her and I was like, if, would you do the show again? She's like, yeah, absolutely. And this time I'll actually fucking train for it. And I was like, yeah. you did that shit without <laughs> training Olivia? Like that, that's actually impressive. Wow. Yeah. It's super impressive to be she able to do good, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I try to get her to train during, I mean, it was a, a little bit too late. But when we're inside the challenge house, and it's like, I was out there running laps, swimming, just, I was always outside kicking the soccer ball. And then, I don't know, it was like 11 in the morning and Olivia was like coming out. She's like, good morning. I'm like, what do you mean? Good morning. You're supposed to be out here training. He's like, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And, you know, I mean, I got her to train maybe, I think twice or three times during the the entire season. (laughs) Yeah. So she's just like, she's actually naturally competitive and athletic to be able to pull off some of this. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 And I, now that I know that she's training, you know, if, if she's to get the call, like be careful because she's definitely, uh, she'll be more than ready. She'll be more than prepared. Yeah. And I mean like yourself and her, I think you guys are like set up very well for this, the current, iteration of how the challenge like the modern day yeah the modern day challenge because you guys are both whether or not you're there for the drama or not you're there for the competition you can Mm -hmm. show out at that point Mm -hmm. and her ability to not only be social and be competitive when she's really wanting to go because we've had the conversation that like 
I don't know if there's many teams that you guys are losing to in that tall brawl or double know, hall yeah. brawl. You know, no like yeah. there's yeah. not many teams beating you guys. That in was that. so cool. Oh my god. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was pretty much when I, I was like, okay, this is this is my partner. You know, like, like I said, not not doubting her, making her feel less, but it was like at the time, like, all right, how is she gonna do when it's time to actually, you know, go all out? Yeah. Um, because it's so different, a daily challenge to an elimination. The the amount of pressure, the the stress, everything is very different. The adrenaline is very different. You're both on both occasions. You're there to compete and win, but obviously in elimination, it's like you win or go home. Yeah, yeah it's simple exactly. as that, and it it adds a whole nother aspect to it. And so that's why when in that uh, double decker hall brawl, I was just like, all right, I knew that a lot of people saw me as like the weaker person because I was going up against Johnny, and you know he definitely got some weight and some size on me. But personally, I don't want to say I wasn't worried. I, I just knew what I, what I was there to do. I knew what kind of competitor I was. But for me, it was like, all right, how is Olivia going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that we, her and I talk about it, she's like, I was worried about you. And I said, I was worried about you. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know, we got to prove uh, to one another what we were made up of. And she definitely proved it a lot more than I did. I mean, she won all three. And so she, she just was absolute monster. And I'm excited to see what's, what's next for her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That moment was so cool. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so I wanted to bring this up before we get really start diving into the challenge a bit. And I know yeah. we, we have probably some time constraints. We don't want to hold you all day. Yeah, um, <laughs> you're, good. you're good. I have nothing to do. <laughs> awesome. Care, be careful, Rossio. We just did like a four hour interview yesterday. Right, so. <laughs> I told us the same thing. He's like, I got nothing to do. We're like, great. We'll just talk for four hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. I, I'm going to like after this is all over, I want to go. Uh, I have a little hike I want to do and then I have a Heck training yeah. afterwards. But other than that, like I'm free. Don't worry. Cool. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. awesome. So what I wanted to ask is, because obviously I started following you on Instagram um, once mm-hmm. seeing you compete and seeing that, mm-hmm. you know, you weren't there for the drama because that's the kind of person I, I enjoy on the show. It's yeah. very like much us. what I, you, I think we're all nice. kind of in that same boat, but I saw that not only do you do Spartan races, you do, I, if, if I'm not mistaken, it was called death race. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, <laughs> what is death race, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so death race, um, I've only done it once. And actually, this year I wanted to do it. I just was unavailable for it. But um, it's part of the Spartan. The Spartan has a lot of events, and mm-hmm. death race is one of them. And so, this death race is only it happens one time in the winter and one time in the summer. And you go out to Vermont and you go out to the CEOs. Um, his name's Joe, Joe DeSana. He's the CEO of Spartan. He has a little farm in Vermont. And uh, pretty much it's just like, you don't have a set time or a set dead, uh, finish line. You pretty much start at a certain time and you have a max of like, it could go up to 72 hours. Oh, and wow. It all depends on how, wow. many, how many people are still standing, how many people, you know, are, are in it. But me, it was five or four guys of Exathlon. And... <laughs> I love this little, the group that I hang out with there, they're really cool because we're all very similar. We're all very competitive. And we have this phrase that says, uh, estás viviendo, existiendo, which means are you living or existing? Mm. And so, you know, whenever one of us says that, it's like, okay, it's like, let's go all out then. And for this death race, we were actually in Puerto Rico. We were out in Puerto Rico having a good time. And one of our friends, he's, uh, he was a professional Spartan athlete. So he goes, hey, you guys want to do death race? And same question you guys have, what is death race? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, 
you guys want to do it? Yes or no? Like, it's going to be in the snow. And we're like, yeah. He's like, all right, cool. It's in three days or four days. And we're like, what? He's like, yeah. So we fly, we all fly <laughs> back to our relative homes. And then we fly, we meet out in, in Boston to, to, to drive out to Vermont. And literally it was our race consisted of 72 hours. And you're just doing whatever is told. You're pretty yeah. much, I don't know, you're, you're, you're competing to be tortured in a sense. So, you know, <laughs> you, we, we started off the race at like four in the morning. And the first thing they give us is like a little, uh, what is it? Like a folder. And it has a bunch of like puzzles inside and stuff like that, you know? And they're like, all right, it has math. It has a, like similar to the challenge, but I'm not going to lie, a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, they're like, all right, you got you to do this. Don't talk to anybody. This is all on your own. Once you get it done, carry all your stuff to the, to the cabin. He's like, but you're going to bear crawl and let you know you're carrying 70 pound sandbag. You're carrying all your food, all your clothes, carrying an ax. You're carrying five gallon ba- bucket. You're carrying all your gear, everything. And he's like, you're going to have to bear, bear crawl all the way out there. And then you get the race started. So that was just to kick off, like not, the race hasn't even started. And they're like, go. And you're like, okay. So you're trying to get this done and all this. You're bear crawling with sandbags. Yeah, at least you have at least 100 pounds on your back. Oh, yeah, easy. Bear crawling. And it just happened to be extremely, extremely cold. It had just snowed. So, I mean, you're bear crawling through at least like two feet of snow. Um, It was at one point it got to be about, I think it was, I don't know if it was zero or negative two degrees. And, uh, but yeah, that was, it was just getting tortured. Like you got there and they're like, all right, cool. Okay. Everybody go up to the mountain, deliver your firewood, come back down, go, but you're carrying around that thing. And you know, you're, you're climbing up, you come back down. All right, cool. You're done. Go find a a ping pong ball, a white ping pong ball in the white snow snow. that that they put before (laughs) it snowed. So you're like digging, trying to find this and you're, you're, you can't continue until you find it. And if wow. there's a deadline, all right, you either do, I don't know how many, like 200 burpees or you're out. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. You finish. All right. Go jump in the river. What? Go jump in the river. You go jump in the river. Freezing, obviously. You come yeah. back and they're like, okay, you're going to push a boat. <laughs> you're going to push a boat up the mountain. You're like, what? You're going to push a boat. <laughs> and you got to put all your gear inside the boat. And it was like, I don't know. I want to say probably a solid 18 of us. Everybody, like I said, has about 100 pounds on their, on their back. And so you got to put that and now you got to push the boat a very steep incline a mile up the, the mountain. This wow. mile turned out to be at least, Jeez. it took us about five hours, six hours. Oh yeah, I bet. And wow. So yeah. like we finished that and it's about two in the morning and then they finally like, all right, now you're going to push it back down. You're pushing it back down. They're like, all right, run all the way to, to the bottom. Whoever gets their last is out. You're running out. So, you know, it's little things like that. I it's, the best way I could describe it, you're just being tortured and being told what to do. And if you don't want to do it, you're out. Sucks to be you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, 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 yeah you, you don't sleep. Um, there's actually one that's pretty, that, that pretty, that sucked a lot. <laughs> they brought us into a room. And at the time, I think it was only like eight of us left. A lot of people had already dropped. And they're like, all right, guys, relax. And right before we went into this little cabin, we took our, our boots off, our gear and stuff. We go into a room and it was nice and warm. I'm talking about, it was about four in the morning. It was nice and warm. They're like, we're going to do some yoga. At the time, we were already about a day in. So obviously you're feeling very tired, very sleepy. And we start doing yoga. If you fall asleep, you're out. 
So you're like <laughs> 15 minutes, you're trying to fight off the, the, oh. the, the sleep, oh, you know? Oh, man. And then finally, like, all right, guys, get up, put your gear on, and let's continue. We got out. All our gear was thrown everywhere. They're like, go find your gear. <laughs> oh, our shit. boots. They got the snow, and they just put the snow inside. Our gloves, oh. everything. And you're just like, bro, I don't have any more clothes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what do I do now? Yeah. And so... It was stuff like that, you know, and you had to get it done. You finish that. They're like, all right, you're going to, you're going to bear crawl until I tell you, I think we bear crawled for a solid, like at least an hour. Wow. Back and forth, back and forth. If you got up, you're pretty much out. So you're bear crawling in Holy snow. Boom, 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 boom. They're like, all right, now you're going to do in the sense of uh, burpees, but you're going to be going under this fence. Once again, the fence was covered in snow. So you had to dig your hole, get in through the snow, come out the other side. And then the same thing. Keep going. Oh, um, wow. Just stuff like that, you know? And at the end of it, they're like, all right, you're going to run a marathon in the snow. And you're like, what? Like, <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever thought about seeing if you wanted to be a Navy SEAL? Because right. it seems like you just enjoy the <laughs> shit out of this, bro. <laughs> it's funny you say that because uh, one of the guys that, you know, I've, I've been reading his books and, you know, I know David he's Goggins. crazy. Yeah, yeah, David Goggins. And I'm out here yeah. in San Diego right now. And, uh, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm in... Navy SEAL territory. So I'm like, hopefully I run into one and we could just like, you know, get in touch with them and let's see what we can do. It'd be fun. I know even to start off the year, I decided to torture myself with no training. And I said, <laughs> I'm going to run for, for 24 hours straight. Yeah. Trying, yeah. To, hit, trying to hit hundred miles. Uh, when I tell you it was painful, man, that does not make it do justice. I no. was, wow. I was peeing blood at the end of it. It was it was, yeah, I was very bad shape. Yeah. But that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> I've read. <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say before you get too far into as a Navy vet, we'd accept you. I, I would just, yeah. <laughs> that, that amount of self torture kind of just gives you an yeah. end right there. But, like, I feel bad being a vet, and I'm like, I can't, I couldn't do the half ass stuff thing. So, bravo to you. Yeah. Uh, you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm to that point where just like, I think I, my mind was already very in that state, but I didn't know how to, like, I guess, use it. And I, you know, now hanging out with the guys that I hang out with. And then, you know, like reading the David Goggins books and all this kind of stuff, it's like, okay, like I want to be just crazy in the stuff that I do and, and like know that not everybody's going to try to do that. Not everybody's going to be able to do that or willing to do it. And after all that stuff, like the pain in a sense, you do become better. You really do. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy, but because we're just going through physical pain, but it does help you mentally. Mm -hmm. And that's, it, it really is something I learned back from Exathlon. I mean, starting from Australia, but then Exathlon really like hit it that I was like, all right, I'm not as strong as I thought I was mentally. Mm -hmm. And then I started to learn and I started to grow. And then, you know, I started just doing little things, started hitting up the Spartan races, doing all that kind of stuff. And then like, now I'm just like, all right, man, just go out and do it. Whatever it is that you, you want to do, just yeah. do it. Do it. Yeah. So uh, with doing that 24 hour run, have you, would you do it again now, now that you've healed, would you do an ultra marathon? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Actually in two weeks from now, uh, I'm going to go with the same group of guys from Exathlon. We're going to run the Grand Canyon from rim to rim to rim. So that's, oh, uh, wow. I mean, that's, that's uh, I think 40, I don't know if it's 42 or 47 miles, but you have like over, I think 11,000 feet of elevation gain. And so yeah. we're trying to, we're going to get that done. Probably, in, I don't know. I want to say in about 12 hours, we're not going to be pushing the pace so hard but 
that's the that's the what's next in in about two weeks exactly. That's awesome. Wow, man, that's awesome. Wow. That's yeah. so cool. He's getting that training in to hope in the next final of includes a mountain. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Whatever. Whatever it is that you know, I want to be. It's funny because I don't think you could ever be ready for anything. I learned that as well pretty recently. Like everybody's like, "Oh yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready." You you got to stay ready to never get ready. You know. But I don't think there's such thing as being ready because you don't know what's what's going to be thrown at you. And that just not just talking about the challenge, but in life in general. Yeah. yeah. You can prepare yeah. as much as you can, but at the end of the day, you don't know what's going to be thrown. So you know, exactly. I'm, I'm getting prepared for whatever's thrown my way. I'm not going to say I'm ready, which I do say a couple. I, I do say it a lot, but at the end of the day, I'm like. Uh, I'm I'm really not ready because I don't know what's coming, but I'll do what I can to stay prepared. You're just prepping yourself to be the best version of you. Correct. Yeah. It reminds me of the um of the Ayana sleeping in your uniform. Like yeah, I, that's you know what I mean. Like sleep in your mm -hmm. uniform so you wake up ready to go for whatever comes your way. You know, mm -hmm. and and uh, I like that. I like that a lot. So yeah. bef before going on to the challenge. Orazio, uh, you yep. said you didn't know much about it. When you got the call that you, you could potentially be on, did you go back and study and kind of watch and see what you were getting yourself into? Uh, so I did binge watch one season, which was World Worlds. Nice. World Worlds one, yeah, yeah. which yeah. was a great season. And, uh, you know, that's when Turbo won. And, you, you know, you got new guys like Theo and all them mm -hmm. that, that came along. And so when I watched that, I was like, this is awesome. Like, is that <laughs> what I'm getting myself into? Like, that's great. That, that final... Yeah. Which I yeah. know a lot of people can yeah. can say like that's probably one of the hardest finals they've had. Um, it is definitely. I that's something I was looking forward to. I'm like, gosh, I, I let me go through that. Let me, let me get go through that. Let me just try to destroy everybody. Uh, like that's my my field. So you know that's kind of the only idea I've had I had of the challenge. Mm -hmm. So you know I, I wouldn't say I dig too deep into it, but right you, you got the bit. idea but you get to the right. idea of what yeah. the show was yeah i like that yeah. so, season to watch yeah it is it's yeah. A yeah. Thinking, season. Like, while you're explaining everything that you've done i was like he could definitely do the war of the world's final <laughs> yeah and oh, sure yeah. enough that's the season you've seen yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no yeah that's what i was uh i'm not saying this this final that I, I mean we didn't even get to finish it but i was more in terms of like expecting something like that i knew we were yeah. in argentina yeah. so i was like a lot of people were like hey Usually when it's a final, you pack your stuff and you go elsewhere. Mm -hmm. So everybody was talking about like, hey, we're going to go down to a mountain. We're going to, you know, we're going to be in the snow. Patagonia and I was like, or something. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, immediately in my head, I'm like, death race. I'm in. Let's go. Let's death go. Race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't like that. It was a very different final. Very different. Yeah. yeah. Same cows every day. Cows. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting too, because like I've watched be, leading up to global, I've watched Australia and UK. And mm -hmm. we all we already watched USA, but USA, they were in like a compound. They weren't even in the house yeah. and they went to Patagonia to do their final. But Australia and UK were in the same house that season 38 was. And they seemed to run a variation of the same final, but just different components. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know why that was how that played out. And I think the whole adding so many challenges is also... I don't know. It's getting a little bit predictable because I mean, what you saw in our, in our season, you saw in the UK, you probably saw in our, uh, yeah. Yeah. Argentina, mm -hmm. Australia. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know exactly what's, I'm so new to it, mm -hmm. but I think what people fell in love with was the challenge, how, how it was, you know? Yeah. yeah. And right now it's maybe a little too much. Mm -hmm. So gonna, it's okay if you want to do too much, but make it just a little bit different. If you're going to film, 
seasons at the same location, okay, that's fine. But change it up, a, a, well, not a little bit, quite a lot, honestly, because yeah. if yeah. not, it's, it's going to be like, oh, we already saw this challenge. Oh, we already know how this works. And yes. People don't want to see that. It was interesting to see some of the same challenges because they tweaked them. So like in the final where everybody had to bring the tires uh, mm. based on the order of elimination for the UK, they had three tires for each person. It was the elimination, the man and the woman from each pair that they had to stack. Uh, so like you saw people going with three tires through either arm, just carrying all these <laughs> tires down to try to put everything in, but they switched up the words. So like it was not too fast. And then there was also a not so fast. So if you're not paying close attention, you end up with the wrong tire. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Oh, okay. that's, that's a different layer to it. Yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah. I think that would have been even cooler for us. I mean, because carrying one tire, I mean, <laughs> It was, yeah, redundant. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, you guys saw the short version. That that took yeah a while because the trip was a, was pretty far. I'm not gonna lie, and um, and the tires were not heavy. You could have easily carried so many. Like you said, if people were carrying three tires each arm, it was, yeah. they, they weren't heavy. And I remember when we first got to that point. Actually, <laughs> we get there and they're like, "Yeah, you gotta you gotta run. You gotta run back and forth." And I was like, "Cool." And I took off. I took off and I just left Olivia. Like, hey, bye. <laughs> I said, Olivia, you good? She's like, yeah, you go do your thing. And I said, cool. And I took off and I get there and, you know, I had to read the instructions. And then finally the production's like, where's your partner? And I said, you see her over there? <laughs> like, yeah, you got to stay with her. I said, we're in the same, like, we're, we're running the same thing. Like, we got to carry our own tire. Like, we'll make, what difference does it make? Yeah. Like, no, you got to yeah. stay together. And I was like, ah. So, you know, the one tire thing and it was, yeah, I think it was a little overboard. I guess it was, it made it longer for us, made us more tired, you could say. But yeah. at the end of the yeah. day, for, for TV, I don't think it was that amazing because it was just running back and forth. Yeah, it's still in 100 hours. A, a, yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's, that's true. It's what it was. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, a lot of the final didn't really play off well on TV, Um, mm -hmm. you know, and that's like our thing is we're like, okay. Look, I know the final didn't really look hard, but let's remember that like actually being there and running all those miles and sleeping out there for four days and all of that, like that's not easy. Yeah. Um, but it sure looks a hell of a lot easier on TV. Um, <laughs> and I think it's just because a lot of those, the the checkpoints and stuff they had you guys do just weren't really, they weren't made to be shown on TV because they were so long. It's hard yeah. to really grasp how long it or how hard it is when you're just showing like, 30 seconds of, you know, Orasio just running down the path like it's no big deal when, you know, I'm sure it was. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly what you're saying. Exactly. Because there were so many times where you guys all know so much stuff that doesn't make the, the yeah, cut right. for, for oh, that yeah. final episode. And even throughout just the entire season, there's so many things that you don't see. So many things that I'm like, wait, they, they made that look a lot easier than it would actually was. Or, you know, like, yeah. that's not how it went down. Like this happened, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. It's it's easier. I definitely live that when I when I went to Exatlon. The only because once I finally like once again I hadn't watched the show, uh, but once they tell me like, hey, yeah, you're gonna come in, I start watching it, and I'm looking at this and I'm like, that's easy stuff, especially yeah. the final portion, which is like yeah. aiming. It's carnival games, and I'm like, I'm not. I'm a soccer player, but I'm sure I can throw. I could hit that. <laughs> and you see it on TV and it's like, dude, it's right there. It's so close. How are you missing? 
<laughs> and then you get there, and you're like, ah, oh, that's why you're missing, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's a different, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, yeah. I I try not to judge while judge if I can do something while I'm laying on my couch eating potato chips. <laughs> nice you know thing, what I yeah. mean? <laughs> like that's the thing. Um, why is this final so easy? <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Come on, yeah. that's easy. So yeah, what, no, I couldn't. One thing I'm kind of curious about, seeing that War of the Worlds was the 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 season you binged what was it like yeah. watching turbo through that and then getting to meet him in person because oh, i know man. the edit we get of turbo is very different than what we've heard of from different well, folks it's even different from war how they portrayed him on war of the worlds versus how they portray him now on right right so. yeah yeah i'm not gonna lie going into it that was one person i was very excited to meet because mm-hmm. i mean the competitor that he, he showed yeah. in that that season and you know him winning and everything and i know I didn't know any, nobody else. It's pretty much Turbo. And so I was like, heck yeah. Once we get to the airport, you know, everybody kind of just like, oh, everybody meet here. And we meet up at some spot. I go to the restroom and Turbo's walking out. And so I see him and I'm like, hey, Turbo, dude, so nice to meet you. My name's Horacio. I'm going to be part of the challenge with you. And he, once again, he, he doesn't give me a dead fish handshake, but he kind of just like, I don't know, it was weird. Yeah. And he kind of just like smiles. He smirks. He's like, huh. And then he just, Mm. moves along and i was like wow okay and so that was my first impression of him right and yeah. i'm like hey, okay. don't meet your heroes I was <laughs> yeah and um and so i was like dang okay and once we finally we we, we travel over to uh to the the hotel and i think there also i was talking to laurel and she was getting to know a little bit about my show and because the show exatlon the main production they're from turkey Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'm, I didn't mention that, but Turbo sitting there, he's like, oh, yeah, my, my friend, he, he was on that show. And I'm like, oh, really? Who's your friend? And he goes, Ajun Media. Well, mm-hmm. Ajun Media, they're the owners of the thing. They're not, he, that, that's not just like a participant. He's the yeah. owner. Right. And yeah. he's okay. like, that's my friend. I'm like, oh, shoot. Okay. But that's all he told me. Right. So I was like, okay. At least he, he talked to me a little bit. I was like, okay, cool. And then. Long story short, you know, the whole alternative thing and we, we go in and everybody already had a bad blood with, with Turbo because of what happened the first day and on the and boat and everything. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not I'm not going to say he's a bad guy because I didn't really get to treat him in a sense. I, I we know besides yeah. that first interaction, which I mean, it was it definitely sucked. But it was just like he wouldn't allow himself to to like be open, be open. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like. I know a lot of people are like, yeah, he's so cool. And he, he probably is, but him walking around all the time, you know, like kind of make people fear him. And like, I'm the guy. It's like, dude, don't, yeah, you're probably a great competitor and, and you're probably very strong and everything, but I don't think that's the way to do this. And yeah. me being the new guy, I was just standing on the outside looking. I'm like, wow, really? And the, the yeah. edit they gave him on the show was, they honestly, they pretty much gave him a good edit because pretty he was accurate. a little bit worse than that. Yeah, was, yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, he was definitely worse. There was altercations where him and Devin were going at it, and Devin was face to face with him, and you know, yeah. they were yelling at each other, just a lot of things. We heard he was throwing knives at the cutting boards and stuff, just like trying to intimidate everybody, like just being yeah. really weird. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, he was. He was different, and you know that doesn't make him a bad guy. Like I said, no. just not being open to, to talk to people or just be like, you know what, this guy is not my cup of tea. All right, I'm not going to talk to him. But at right. least give people the opportunity. And he was so close with everything 
But he's like, no, no, no. And his partner, Tamara, she actually has family from El Paso. So, yeah. So to me, like, because she's the one that she's like, oh, you're from El Paso. And then we just started talking a little bit. So she spoke Spanish. And to me, once again, oh, cool. So I started talking Spanish to her and a little bit. But as soon as Turbo walked, say we were in the kitchen and, you know, I'd share like, hey, como estas? Like, how's everything going? She should talk. As soon as Turbo would walk in, she would stop talking to me mm. or, or anything like Turbo would kind of answer for her. So I was like, okay. And I didn't want to get too deep into it. I was like, all right, yeah, that's, yeah, the, yeah. that's their relationship. Yeah. Not, yeah, cool. not my business kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But I think what, what really opened my eyes was when that second challenge where, you know, the whole, the whole ninja thing, whatever. Yeah. yeah. She actually got to the platform before he did. Yep. She, mm-hmm. she killed yeah. it, right? She absolutely yeah. killed it. And I'm not going to lie. If she would have, like, if they would have kept going, I mean, Tamara was, she probably was the yeah. beast. She was the yeah. beast. And um, yeah, she gets up there before him and all this. And then they, they ended up not doing it. But, you know, I think you probably heard the story where he, he gets mad at her. He's like, like, why did you get there before I did? Oh, really? Me, no, that, that, I haven't heard that. Yeah. And to me, that was like, really, bro? Like your partner just yeah. showed out. Like, who cares if you yeah. got there before you? Okay. Yeah. It might hurt your ego a little bit because you're the guy, you're turbo. But bro, I mean that's sick because nobody sure. else no, yeah. nobody's else partner got there before they did nobody yeah. yeah and so to me that was like wow okay this is i guess the type of partner he is and stuff and then going into that elimination with him once again i know everybody's like yeah maybe you guys would have lost i i don't think we would have lost because i do I think uh, we had better communication that's for yes. sure and for sure they did get one before we did but then after that we started picking it up yeah. And then that's when the house started like, all right, boom, boom, boom. Thank you. But, Thank you so much. Because I keep yeah. saying this to people who are like, Arasio and Olivia only won that one because the house helped. And I'm like, they were ahead of Turbo and Tamara before this house started helping. And Turbo and yeah. Tamara just kept getting them all wrong. They, they weren't paying attention. To what they yeah. were flipping, yeah. uh, you know, so thank you for saying that, because I, then I started to question myself. I'm like, maybe I need to rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Believe me, um, because I know a lot of people there. I'm not gonna lie, all the support I've received has been pretty much positive, all of it. And I'm so awesome. thankful for it. But there has been a couple like, uh, you know, like, oh, yeah, he went five and oh, but two of them didn't count. Like, he nah, had the whole house nah. help him and Bullshit. stuff. And it's like, all right, man, okay, I, I get where you're coming from because uh, we did get help. But at the end of the day, like, especially that Turbo Tomorrow one, I said we were definitely ahead. Mm-hmm. And communication was a big, big role in that one. And I think Turbo didn't have that. Yeah. Especially yes. with, with English. Yeah. And um, I think what happened there that the house decided to help that Olivia was getting a little fatigued. And, you know, when you, that's when mistakes start to happen. When you get fatigued, yes. that's when you little, like, you, you don't, you're not thinking straight. And I think they started to see that. And, you know, once they start yelling, who am I to be like, hey, shut up. No. <laughs> I, don't <think> anybody, <laughs> yeah. I, don't think, I don't think anybody would turn around and say that. You know, I don't care what kind of competitor you are. If you're getting help, you're, you're going to take it. And I think that, that goes in every single sport. Every single sport, people go like, oh, that's not fair. It's like, bro, you could be playing basketball. People are like, yeah, pass it to him. Is that mm-hmm. cheating? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, and here's, here's the, th- the way that I kind of look at this. And I think that this especially goes with like the, the elimination against Jay and Michelle. Is to me, the situation is kind of like, it's like this saying, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink, right? They can yeah, tell yeah. you all they want, but if you're not capable of receiving the information, processing it, and, and analyzing what you need to do, 
it doesn't fucking matter. So you still got the win, even though people were trying to help you, you still got the win and you still did the, the, the action to win that elimination. And so, you know, and I think I I think a big part of it is sometimes people's favorites get beat. So they want to latch onto anything they can say. And, and let's be honest, uh, the challenge has a long history of people helping from the sidelines and eliminations unless unless production yeah. specifically tells them not to. Right. But I vividly remember bananas screaming at people from the sidelines in different seasons to try to get Wes eliminated. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. So it's just yeah. part of the game. Happens all the time. And that's what everybody told me. They're like, dude, this is not, there's nothing new to this. Like no. they've done it every no. single season and you could be cheered for, you could be cheered against. Mm-hmm. And you know that's that's what it is. There's times where people are not going to want you, and they're going to they're going to go against you. I mean that Jay against Michelle thing. Once again, they they put that target on their backs, and yep. you know to me it was it sucked because I was definitely uh, you know I was with Jay and Michelle. Yeah, but you know they they helped us out, and it was funny because that one specifically, they're like, oh the 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 peanut gallery like they like to call them. They, Jay couldn't <laughs> hear Michelle. I'm like. Mm-hmm. I couldn't hear Olivia either. I couldn't hear anybody. You yeah. saw me at the end, like saying, who won? Yeah, because you didn't I, even know I, you won. I had no idea. <laughs> I couldn't hear a thing. Yeah. A thing. So like, you know, it's at the end of the day, like you said, yeah. Yeah, we could have got guided and stuff, but who went out there and did it? It was us. Because exactly. that elimination, I know I was, I was definitely a little bit lost because I didn't know what I was doing for a second. When I did ask who won, I did, my heart kind of did drop. I'm like, don't tell me we lost. Like, yeah. And, yeah, and you know, turned now out to be good face, news. Like, oh, yeah. Your face when Jordan said "you," you're like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. So <laughs> I have to ask this before we get too yeah, far yeah, off yeah. of it. When you yeah. when you did beat Turbo and Tamara in that elimination, oh, did you do that flip on purpose just to kind of like <laughs> shove it into Turbo's face? Like because I have a theory that was because he favorite. did that shit going into the water, and I feel like you were like, "Fuck you, bro." <laughs> <laughs> you complete the fifth. <laughs> no, no, I'll be honest with it. So I uh, first of all. That flip was trash. I, I intended it to do it a lot better. And so I tried to play off like, oh, I slipped. It was a bad flip for me. It was a very bad <laughs> I wanted to land it. Uh, yeah. But I don't want to say it was like an F you to a turbo, but it was like, we're here. We're like, yeah. we're here also, yeah. man. Yeah. You know what it. I mean? So, so, yeah, it was definitely, uh, there's times where I think that's the competitive side of me. Just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not here to like, talk trash or anything but like all right i'll get a little just, like, dig in there yeah yeah exactly so <laughs> well, yeah and like i was gonna say even on the previous show that you did on telemundo uh, and i'm avoiding saying the title because i'm sick of butchering it today <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but when when you threw and you hit that like the, the carnival game at the end where you had to hit knock over with the bean bags when you hit that last yeah. one i saw the little soccer celebration yeah. at the end so like i get it yeah. i get it Yo, oh yeah out there and out there there was because we were going out and competing every single day and running two to three times to four or even five times a day you know you have a competition um a celebrate everybody had their own like little celebration but there was times where you know people would 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 tell you something it's like okay and so there were several times where you know i had to like i would go up to their face and in a sense just celebrate you know or i'd just be like i just hit them with like all right be quiet you know like Mm -hmm. i just beat you like (laughs) you know what i mean so that's once again that's the 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 competitive side and yeah yeah, i loved it i loved it because it's just like I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk. Let's just, let's just take it out to the field. And, you know, I think actions speak louder than words. So yes. let's do it. 
Yep. Competitive trash talk is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Did I hear correctly that you that the cast of I'm going to try it Exathlon got a little nice. bit in trouble with Survivor production because you were trying you were throwing <laughs> food and water out of the bus? Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't <laughs> So what happened there was uh <laughs> So what had happened was, let me tell you my story. <laughs> yeah, there was some, we were on our way to a circuito, which is like one of the obstacles. Mm-hmm. And we would have to go to this little beach and then we'd catch a little boat and then they take us. And the survivor guy, people were, were on a, on a like safari kind of bus. And, you know, they're out there, they're looking super dirty. Obviously they're, they're, they're filming and stuff. And, I, they were transporting them somewhere. And so they like, they went up to us and they were, they were, I think from Turkey, they were survivor Turkey. Or I don't know where they were from. So we didn't speak the same language, but they were like food, you know, something. And we're like, ah, oh, man. And we had a couple of cookies. And so we opened up the, like the little <laughs> window from the, from the thing. And we threw the cookies. And I mean, it, it sounds horrible, but it was just like, boom, like they immediately like just jump on it. Like, boom, like getting like the wow. bits and pieces. Yeah. And so somebody from, from our production saw that and, you know, they're like, Hey, better be the last time you guys ever do that. Like these guys signed up for that. It's like, if they're starving, that's their, on on their own, um, you know, um, what is it? Like their own, their death race. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's their contract. Like that's the, it's part of their contract. So like, don't ever do that again. And we're like, ah, but it, it was hard to just see them. And they're like, and I'm like, yeah. ah, you know, yeah, we, we did, we did get in a little bit of trouble with that. <laughs> but, I was going to say, you got a cool, big though. heart because you could have just opened it and ate it and looked at it right? the whole time. You know what I mean? <laughs> My wow. guy says I can eat. <laughs> I know, right? That's messed up. You Cold guys, as ice. You guys did the wrong show. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, this apple is so good, huh? Like, uh, <laughs> no. Oh my god! It, it was definitely tough, and we yeah. we didn't run into him a whole lot. I think it happened maybe like like that we ran into him maybe like three times. Sometimes we would just see him from a distance, like they were running an obstacle. Mm-hmm. Like, oh okay, yeah. or they were setting it up for them. So yeah, but it was just that one time that you know we're like, all right, yeah. So we just threw him some cookies. Well, that that, may, that reminds me of uh, so we there was actually a guy on on a last season of the challenge. His name was Emmanuel, and he did Survivor Romania, and it was like insane over there. Like they go for like months and months and months and months. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think it's like six months or something like that. You get voted off by the fans. You yeah, know. you get voted off by yeah. the fans. It's oh. so different. But he was saying that sometimes like they'd be traveling, you know, to like a challenge or whatever. And there would be like food scraps like on the ground and like security and production would be there like yelling at them. Like you're not allowed to pick anything up off the ground, even if you see scraps on the ground. I'm like, dang, that's crazy. It's it's intense. It's intense. I mean, I would love to do it, though. But yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) 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 Like it's nuts, but sign me up right now. (laughs) (laughs) So one thing uh, I wanted to ask was, it seemed like you connected with quite a few people as Mm. the season went along. I mean, obviously, we know about the romance of the romance side that they try to portray with you and Laurel and, Mm -hmm. and all of that. But 
what was one of the friendships that you were most surprised that or connections that you made that you were the most surprised by? The one I was most surprised with was, I think towards the end, it was definitely at the Dory, uh, Dory, <laughs> Tori and Devin. <laughs> wow. Dory, I like that. No, that is a new, that's our new nickname. That's our new nickname now. It's not Dave and Dave, Dave and anymore. Dory. It's Dory. It's <laughs> Dory. <laughs> well, I don't, that was well. Yeah, Devin and Tori, because uh, it was just, they are, I, I think I've told them, I said, if I were to ever have seen you outside of the show, I would have never talked to you guys. Yeah. Not yeah. like never. Yeah. Like they're, they're, their personality and everything like they're amazing people don't get me wrong but it's just like they're not the people i guess i usually go up and talk to as attractive yeah. you know yeah because they're they're out there just cracking jokes and and stuff like that and so to me that was the biggest surprise for sure um mm-hmm. especially the way i connected um with tori because mm-hmm. it's like yeah it's just we're from i want to say like opposite sides of 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 the world in a sense because mm-hmm. she's just so very so different everybody in there is very different and unique in their own way but i think that was the most surprising you know i think i connected with other people that i was i don't want to say i was expecting to connect with but like for example jordan who i mm-hmm. connected yeah. with very very well i think it was in a sense bound to happen it could have been like we were going to be super cool we were going to be you know brothers or we were going to be enemies because of our style of like we're so competitive yeah yeah absolutely and, you know and i think what worked out was that no, we're so competitive that we bring out the best of one another. You yes. understand yes. each other. Yeah. So nice. I think that, that connection was, was amazing. But like I said, it wasn't unexpected. It was, it was like, all right, it, it should happen in a sense. Right, right. Did you... I'm, I'm no, sorry. no, go for it. Go for it. You're Did good. you know Jordan's reputation as far as, as competition and what he'd done in the <laughs> challenge before, he, before you met him? I, I had no idea. No, but I know like... <laughs> When he came in, like the amount of like <laughs> comments, they're like, "Oh my God, it's Jordan and Jordan." And I'm like, "Who's this guy? Who's Jordan? Yeah. What? Yeah. Who's this guy? Everybody's butts pucker up, and you're like, right? oh, crap. Yeah, and I'm like, "Wait, is he who just, is he? I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> but no, to me, it was it was really cool. And even the first couple of days, that I mean, probably weeks that he was there, we we didn't talk too much. Um, he obviously had the thing with with Tori and. Everything else, stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was like little by little we started to. I, honestly, how it came about was Laurel was super cool with him, and uh, I was talking to Laurel, and I think she said that at one point I was running outside, and that Jordan went up to her and said like, "Oh yeah, I uh, I saw this guy, this kid running, so I decided to stand behind him and run behind him, <laughs> and, and that he uh, this this is what what Laurel said and that." That he said, like, oh yeah, like, you know, he's he's fast, but you know, I, I could push the pace. And I looked at Laura, I said, I wasn't pushing my pace. So I said, <laughs> so to me, it was like, okay, this guy thinks like he Challenge. can run more than I can. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> but instead of like looking at him like, all right, I don't like you, like, okay, man, okay, cool. So, you know, I think after that, I never mentioned to him that Laurel told me that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first time I'm actually mentioning it, but uh exclusive I, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like after that it made me look at jordan like okay like i, I like this guy you know yeah yeah um and i guess little by little we just started like we were out there training and you know we were playing catch you, you brought a baseball so we were playing catch which is absolutely incredible to see jordan play catch because i mean yeah you know like he would he would throw he would immediately put his like put the glove on his other hand yep catch 
take the glove off, grab the ball and throw it. Yeah. And it's it like just, this seamless mm. motion that he does. It's so yeah. crazy to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, this guy's this guy's legit, you know, and that's one of the things I I respect about Jordan. I mean, he he has no excuses. I Not think good. a lot of people like would use anything like, oh, you know, I hurt my knee. I, I had this before. I had this or whatever the case may be. And I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. No, but yeah. it's just like he, he, he never mentions like, oh, you know, I don't have a hand. Right. Oh, you, I saw this guy like doing pull ups. He would mm-hmm. put the bar right here underneath on, on his wrist in a sense. And he would start doing pull ups. I saw this guy do this. And when he left, I'm like, I got to try this. <laughs> One of the hardest things ever. Like, I was like, how does he do it? Yeah, and it's impressive. That, that, it's so he impressive. He sees those obstacles. Yeah, he sees, like, he just sees opportunities everywhere. He's like, oh, this is how I'm going to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what grew, grew, like, attracted me to him in a sense. Yeah. And I was like, you know, this is the type of people I want to surround myself with. And, uh, yes. you know, we were, we were out there just, we never really have gone all out. Like, I think uh, we were to meet out, uh, out here in L.A. at some point. I think it'd be fun. Like, all right, man, let's go out and train. I think that'd, yeah. be, that'd be amazing. Like, all right, that, now it's time to push the pace. Because we'll do a the marathon together or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, know he, I know he does a triathlon. So I think yeah. uh, it'd be fun for us to do one together. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I think that's, that's one of the people that is like, wow. Shoot him a message, deal. invite him to the Grand Canyon with you. All right. <laughs> I de- definitely thought about it. Definitely have thought about it. Uh, I, I might just do it. You're right. Dude, nice. you never know. He might like, cause if, especially if you're like, dude, I'm going to beat you. It's 50, it's 50 <laughs> miles. And I'm going to beat you. You <laughs> might get that. Yes. <laughs> uh, like, oh, really? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it might turn into a whole like world record break there. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's, that's awesome. And honestly, like, I just want to say really quick that elimination that you had against Jordan, Jesus, the balls in. Yeah. It, 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 it came up and we saw that it was balls in and that it was going to be you and Jordan. And I looked at Rick and I literally like, I got so sad and I was like, Oh my God, Arasi is going to go home. And I really don't want to watch this right now. Like I don't, he's going to get sent out. It's Jordan. Like it's Jordan. Like, <laughs> the only time he's ever like really lost an elimination is when he physically could not do it. Like a pole yeah. wrestle against Fessy, you know? So, right. You know, and so I was like, oh, man, he's he's got-. and then you beat him. And I was like, I like I looked and it was just like dead silence. Like we just stared at each other and we were like, did he just take nah. out Jordan? Don't let me in here with you, because yeah. I told you as soon as Orasio hit him you, with that first jab step and first, cut back. Yes. After I was the like, first, Orasio's got round. him. Yeah. After the first round, you did. But but yeah, <laughs> I was I was in an even worse position as a viewer. Oh, than yeah. Karina was because. <laughs> We um we were watching something else with a friend of ours and she left and I flipped it over to watch the challenge mm-hmm. and I flipped it over and the show hadn't completely ended yet. So the only thing that I saw was Anissa hug Jordan and say, I got my partner back. And then I like quickly went to the DVR, started the episode. And then I was like, shit, now I know <laughs> that whoever Jordan goes up against goes home. And then. I was watching and I knew, but I hadn't told Sarah, my wife, that I had right. seen that interaction. And the whole time I was just sitting there like, shit, 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 <laughs> waiting to see who goes up against Jordan. And then it was you. And I was like, no, this is the worst possible situation because I already know that there's no hope that Jordan wins because I've seen it. And then he didn't. And then I was like, I don't know what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw this interaction happened and it's not happened. 
But then that was when they brought everyone back. But I had no idea that that was when they were bringing people back. So the whole time I was just like, <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> That's so and funny. even more confused. It was, it was a confusing time for sure. Even for me in there. I was like, wait, what? You got rid of Kenny and Jordan, and then they both had the potential to come right back in. <laughs> Walk back in, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, really? <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh. So I want to ask this, because as viewers, we never get the matchups we really want to see mm, in, yeah. in, in eliminations. Like, we all want to see Very this, rarely, yeah. the CT versus Fessy in a pole wrestle, yeah. or, you know, like these major matchups. Like, we want to see Bananas and Johnny, but we didn't want to see them trying to climb a wall because right. that's not a fair judgment of an elimination between the two. Yeah. But Devin nailed it on the head. We, everybody... This was pay-per-view. This yeah. was pay-per-view. Like, <laughs> yeah. Devin, I'm happy Devin pulled the safe because I want, didn't want to see you just absolutely destroy Devin. No offense to Devin. Yeah. Or that would just not been fun to watch. <laughs> but, but to see you two go against each other, did you realize how big of a moment this was when you were getting ready to do it? Yeah. So um, prior to the whole elimination, we kind of already, when, when we lost that challenge, that was a, like the little dancing in the, in the, op, in the, what is it? Skyscraper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which we were very, I, I was so mad. And I think Fessy says it there at, when they were interrogation, he's like, you got to learn how to let things go and stuff. And Banana's like, yeah, this guy's a real deal and stuff. But I was so mad because they don't air it, but DJ went on to say, congratulations to the part, the, the pair that did, did this the best. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Nani and Horacio. And so we're like, nice. And then he goes, but the winner is Fessy and Casey. And so yeah. we're like, wait, what? So we were so mad, but I'm not going to lie. Yes, he did it a lot faster than I did. But it was, the rules were like, you got to do it this way. The, right. You're, you're going to get right. penalties. And so, you know, we lose and I was so mad. And at that point was when I realized like, it's going to be me and Jordan. And I didn't know exactly what was going to happen in terms of daggers and situation. But I, I, I already knew about it. And that little conversation that they showed between Jordan and I where, you know, uh, Jordan's like, which was really cool. Jordan saying like, oh, is one of the coolest guys that has been here in the challenge and, and all that. We were, after that conversation's over in a sense, I told him like, hey, dude, like, it's going to be you and I. Yeah. Just know it. Like, I'm going to be the direct vote. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how, I have a feeling like it's going to be just you and I. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, yeah, it, it is. And so he was still a little bit nervous about the, the direct vote, but I was like, nah, like there's no way anybody's going to turn on you. Like friendships of years are going to be stronger than like, oh, I hate you for a second in a sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, so yeah, like I was already ready mentally to, to go up against him. And I know he was as well. Mm-hmm. And I think the best part, and I, I can replay this in my mind so clearly, so vividly, when Devin pulls the safe and Jordan doesn't even hesitate, he just, Jogs over. He just jogs yeah. over <laughs> and he stands next to TJ and everybody just starts screaming. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Here this, we go. This, yeah. this is time right here. Yeah. And uh, no, I think it was, it was definitely an amazing uh, experience and elimination. I'm glad everybody got to enjoy it. Very different, I guess, ideas of how to approach the elimination. I know he mm-hmm. him was just like, I'm just going to run over him. And I, I was not expecting that from him. I think that definitely caught me off guard that first one. I was yeah. not, like he even drew blood from my lip. I was like, whoa, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, it was a fun one. It was a very, very fun one. 
I, I mean, I'm I can only speak for myself, but it is honestly probably. I thank you. I was just going to say it's this. up there in like top five eliminations that I've got to see where you get the build up. You, like the last time I can think of seeing something like this is when Tori went against Jenny West in the in hall Auburn. brawl. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like it's one of those pivotal moments in challenge but history. I'm, I'm trying to think of a single balls in elimination that was better than this one. And I, I literally I can maybe Darrell bananas on invasion, but. No, Darrell swept him on that yeah, one. Yeah, Darrell killed him on but that. But no, it's I, I think it's the and, best balls in that's ever been done in challenge history. Yeah, in and, my opinion. Wow. and the fact that you guys had such different strategies where you yeah. were really it seemed to focus. I'm going to focus on my speed and agility and my ability to cut. Yeah, where Jordan mm-hmm. was like, I'm not going to be able to be more agile than Orasio, so I'm going to try to focus on my power and running through. Right. It was like the immovable force meets the unmovable object. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like, in <laughs> perfect. Just it was it was a great elimination. Yeah. So you it, know, applause from the challenge fandom on that one. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it because it was it was really fun and like I said, just even once we talked about it later on, I told him I said I thought you were going to do exactly what I did because mm-hmm. you know he's he's a shifty guy. He's fast. I said I, I was expecting that. So when he comes over and he just boom knocks me, I'm like, whoa, okay. And <laughs> one of the things that I personally, I think it would have made the elimination a lot better was uh, if they let us kind of wrestle in a sense. I know Jordan, yeah. that, that would have been his, his area, but I think it would have been even cooler for, for everybody to see. And, you know, I don't know if the outcome would have been the same. It maybe could have, but uh, because the rule was, I see how his strategy worked because he was running straight up hitting me. And, you know, with that momentum, he was, I would bring him down, but we were landing pretty much on the green circle. Once he landed inside the green circle, in a sense, you had to let him go. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, why didn't you, why didn't you fight him? It's like, you know, I I couldn't. (laughs) It was one of the rules. But uh, I think if they would have got rid of that rule, it would have been an even better elimination because, you know, you just would have seen us go at it. And I know he doesn't have a quit and I know I don't have one either. So we would have gone at it for for a while and that would have been even better. I, I have a quick question really yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. So with the, you know, the little the little elbow throw from Jordan there on that first one when he kind of busted your lip a little bit, yeah. um, you know, and then we saw Jordan with like, you know, a little bit of a black eye at the end in his in his interview. So obviously, you know, he got busted up a little bit, too. In your opinion, and just because we've seen, you know, Jordan taking a lot of heat for that little like elbow he threw at you. Is that yeah. like fair physical competition play or did you take that as like a dirty move? No, I think I think it's fair. I don't, I didn't see it as okay. a dirty move at all. Yeah. Cool. It, it was part of the, I think if, if there was like clear malintention in a sense, right. I, I would have been like, all right, man, this is how you want to play. But I don't think he, he did that in, in a bad way. You know, he went in there hard. Uh, he went in harder than I did. And so that's why I ended up being the one hurt quote unquote, because you know, I, I wasn't expecting that, but it was a, it was a clean, clean game. Yeah, to me, from what I saw, and obviously things happen in that instance so fast, right? But to me, it looked like he was coming in with the elbow, trying to get you in the chest to Mm -hmm. create separation. And when he came in, you came down a little bit. And so instead of chest, it hit chin, lip area. You know what I mean? And when you're you're playing a contact sport, it's going to happen kind Mm -hmm. of thing, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it even happened with uh, in that uh, double decker hall bra. That oh, first yeah. impact with Johnny, Ooh. his GoPro actually hit me. So like we come in hard, boom, and I immediately just boom feel it, and I'm like, oh gosh, okay. But I mean, it's not like I could blame the GoPro or him. It's like 
Right. It, it is what it, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's part of it. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So one thing I did want to ask about, and we found this, well, I found it very amusing, was the consistent consistency of Fessy constantly <laughs> trying to compare himself to you. <laughs> Okay, I see you. Yeah. <laughs> what, have you been blind all season? I mean, he's, albeit this is like his third or fourth season, he's finally got it. You did it in fucking one season, but do you feel he's a little bit jealous, Orasio? Do you feel like he, he's, <laughs> he, he sees something in you that he wishes he had? You know, uh, the more people say it, I guess the more I, I, I want to believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because I never, I, I never, during the season, I never saw it like, oh, this guy's jealous of me because we didn't talk much, right? So it was yeah. just, he did his thing. I did my thing. He didn't see you. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really, really didn't see you. He didn't see me until that final elimination. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> but, oh uh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. He didn't see me, but yeah, he threw me into elimination. Yeah. Pretty much yeah. the third week. But uh, <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know if he, I don't want to say he was jealous or that he's jealous. Because he, he knows what he can bring to the table. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 I'm just talking shit, honestly. No, of know. course. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, for him, it was just like, I don't know. Maybe he's, he's a guy that, that's probably maybe used to the spotlight all the time. And I'm not yeah. saying I had the spotlight all the time or anything. But, you know, for him to be like, what the heck? Like, this guy's is get, he's getting it done, you know? Getting it done. And maybe I'm not that, that big presence that he is, you know? So to maybe he's like, wow, okay. But I don't know. I think, there, there's a lot of things. Even the whole, I'm the boyfriend number two. Like, yeah. come on. Like, yeah. Come on, bro. Show what? <laughs> no, man. Look, there's, there's, I mean, I, I had to show my wife our marriage license, our marriage certificate at one point. Cause I was like, look, I know that you like Horacio. But just but a reminder. Already, we're married now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. Like when the, when the final came on and they did that bike scene, like, Karina didn't fucking move. She, she didn't blink. She didn't do anything. I just waited and I was like, all right, so the episode's going to be available soon and I can turn this into a video for Instagram. All right, let's go. So, oh, yeah. Right. Look, I mean, Laurel's only making videos on Instagram for one person. Let's, yeah. just, let's be real. You know what I mean? No, but I do find, the, you know, regardless of what it is, and it's, it's none of our business, yeah. um, but the friendship you seem to have formed with laurel yes. over this is a beautiful thing it, it really is yeah 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 and, and that's what it is you know i, I feel like everybody's like well, what are you guys like we're friends we're friends yeah, and yeah. I, I, I think gonna, uh go ahead oh no i know you go i was just gonna say i'm gonna be honest like we we put up the the questionnaire thing for fan questions and 90 percent of them are Will him and Laurel ever be a thing in the future? Could they ever be a thing? Are they a thing? What's going on with him and Laurel? What about Laurel? Does he yeah. still like Laurel? Did he really like Laurel or was he just for the game? Like, I'm like, oh my God, you guys. Like we get so much from an edit and it's like, y'all could just be friends. You guys, well, I mean, you're in your, your twenties. Am I correct? Yeah. yeah. Dude, live life. I'm yeah. 37, bro. You got plenty of time. Live life. Enjoy that shit. Yeah. No, they, yeah. That's the thing. Uh, I know people, especially when, when they push it down, your guys just throw it in the sense like, oh, right. him and Laurel, him and Laurel. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's unavoidable that people are going to ask questions. Yeah. And um, the first thing I, I always want to clear up is like, I, they're like, oh, you, you, he just used her for game or something. Not a chance because if you even asked Laurel, I never mentioned the game. I never brought up like, hey, I got you, you got me. Hey, hey. Yeah. It was nothing like that. And I think uh, she, she would... 
she would uh, have my back in that and saying that I never, I never talked the game. And it was honestly with everybody. I didn't care too much about it. I, obviously, I knew it was part of the game. Right. Yeah. But to me, it was like, once again, I wanted to get to know people. And with Laurel, we clicked very well, even though people were like, oh, there's a big age gap. Yeah, I understand there's a big age gap, but that doesn't mean, you know, we can still get along. Yeah. And that's what happened with her and I, you know, we got along very, very well. To this day, I still talk to her. She knows a lot about me and uh, we trust each other a lot, have a lot of respect for her. And I, I really do care for her. So I think that that friendship is, is actually, yeah, very beautiful. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, she, I love spoke, to hear that. she spoke Spanish as well, right? Like that was part of the initial conversation. Yeah. Connection. Yeah, exactly. That's the initial connection. Exactly. You know, because even when I first met her at the airport, I mean, yeah, I, I, I get where people see like, oh, Laurel's intimidating. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, yeah. when when I didn't <laughs> talk to her, she was like straight face, like. Nobody talked to me and I'm like, okay, okay. I'm not going to talk to you. And it wasn't until I think Jack asked me a question. I answered. She stepped in. She started asking me questions. And then boom, we started kicking off. And then she threw out that like, you know, I studied in Spain. And then she starts talking Spanish. It's like, boom. So then that that went from like, oh, that intimidating Laurel to like, this girl's awesome. And so like nowadays, like people are like, oh, she's so scary. No, she's not. No, she's not. (laughs) Not at all. I actually have a question about the about the Spanish, because we saw this actually become an issue on last season with Josh Martinez and another competitor. Uh, His name is Logan and he was from Spain, right? Yeah, Logan Simpadro, I believe. Uh, And and I I guess there were numerous times throughout (laughs) the season where Josh and Logan would speak Spanish to each other because Josh was the only other Spanish speaker that was on the cast last season. And so he would talk to Logan in Spanish because Logan was more comfortable with that. Yeah. But I guess Josh and Logan got a bunch of fines from production for speaking in <laughs> Spanish and got in like a bunch of trouble with that. Did, was that ever like an issue for you guys on this season or they just kind of let you guys do what you wanted, what you do? Uh, I, I don't know exactly their situation, but I want to throw out there. Maybe they got fined because they could possibly they were talking Spanish, but talking about the game. I think that's okay, what it maybe was. That's right. what yeah. it was. I, yeah. I, I want to say maybe that's the reason because I spoke Spanish to a lot of people. Um, you okay. know, I spoke to to Laurel. Nerys speaks Spanish. Jay speaks Spanish. Yes. Um, uh, who else? I mean, Tamara. Um, mm-hmm. There's several people, you know, that spoke Spanish. And I would go up there and, and talk to them. But I think it was because I wasn't talking game. Okay. I think right. that's exactly it. Yeah. That makes that's sense. It. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. I, I did know, like, when it came to, like, the game or, or anything like that, or, you know, the cameras were there, I wouldn't be the guy speaking Spanish because... You know, that it wasn't it wasn't the correct thing to do. Right. I believe Logan, I I believe Logan was is kind of like on the road of learning English. Yeah. Like he wasn't uh, fully fluent in it. And I think that played a role in it. It was Josh trying to help him along with in in explaining stuff in Spanish that probably was game related. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. I think he he did mention to me, I think, Josh, at one point that during an elimination or something, he was trying to explain it to him in Spanish. And they're like, no, no, no. And it's like, I mean, come on, you got to at least give the guy give a chance. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he doesn't know what's going on. Like, so. And I think that was also, that came into play with uh, Kim and Colleen this year. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, yes. They had an elimination versus uh, Laurel and Jack where they could have won. Mm-hmm. They actually finished before Laurel and Jack. He didn't know what cumulative meant. No, this was the puzzle this, one with the colors yeah. and. Yeah. The the, and but he had it. the same issue though. Yes, yeah, he, he did have exactly. the same issue yeah. in the first one. Yeah. He did, yes. But uh, they had finished the puzzle on that, that elimination. And they kept calling for a check, check, check. 
They're like, nope, nope, nope. And at one point they started talking, like they started screaming at each other in, in German and production's like, no, 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 no. And a lot of us are like, ah, come on, man. Like, you know, just let them cut that but, part out. You'll be yeah. all right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh. they, they didn't, they didn't allow them to. And Laurel and Jack were recovered and they were able to win, but they were mm-hmm. missing one piece. They got one piece wrong and they had finished uh. quite a bit early. So. Yeah. Yeah. Language yeah. barrier. Two things. One, German is a very interesting language when you hear it spoken. <laughs> I'm sure it's even more interesting when they're screaming at each other in elimination. <laughs> it, it, it already sounds like they're screaming at one another. Yeah. Like I've got a video. I'll have Tony send it over to you about like people saying different words in like English, Spanish, and then like German. And it's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's really good. But I, I wanted to ask, like, because you know, in the beginning you being an alternate, yeah, I know Josh Martinez was Martinez was an alternate as as well this season right. were you guys able to meet and kind of did you guys get along well too yeah so uh i got to meet uh josh and then uh nam was obviously there as well his partner emmy there was uh there was an african couple like they're from south africa mm. uh, that were there as well so i got to meet them and i mean everybody was cool josh was cool that was my first was- time meeting him yeah, yeah. And, I was just curious yeah. because of the Spanish speaking connection. If you guys hit mm-hmm. it off as well, that's why yeah, I was yeah, kind yeah. of asking we that. Definitely did. I mean, he was obviously more cool with with Olivia because their personalities are more similar in a sense. Yeah, yes. but yeah, he, yes. he was cool. We got to speak some <laughs> Spanish, and it was cool. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. I love that. As far as like going through this, you know, obviously the whole season and kind of looking back at it from now. What what part sticks out to you that is something that you'll kind of hold with you? Is it like the Jordan elimination, the final, you know, making the final? Like, what's the part that you're kind of, you'll, that'll stick with you for your life? Wow. I mean, the entire journey was, I mean, unforgettable. But I think what's going to stick with me the most is, is going to be, uh, I mean, it has to be that final. Um, yeah. Just the way things ended. Because during the, the entire season, I wasn't aware of how, what Olivia and I were doing in a sense, even when I had that, like, Oh, when TJ goes, Oh, five, five and oh, congratulations. Your, your, your name's now like in the challenge hall of fame or record books, whatever. Yeah. It's like at the time I didn't really notice like, wow, that's a big accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And now like looking back, it's like, yeah, that was all really cool. But for me, it's like, but we didn't get the final product. And that's why that final way of how we ended things or how things ended sticks with me the most because like wow man like and, and i can't blame olivia i can't blame anybody no. it, was, accident. No. Yeah. it was an accident yeah but it's like come on and you know even you you start thinking of everything like what if i could have done this differently what if i could have said this what if i could have helped her this way you know it's, yeah. it's a bunch of what ifs that play in your head mm-hmm. and i think that's what sticks with me the most i i always say like like the good things like Everything that's good, you're you're gonna remember it. That's that's a that's a clear thing to do. But I think what should really really stick with you is the negatives, because that's where you learn and grow from. Yeah. And here it's like, right. well, what can you really learn and grow from when there was an accident? Yeah. I think there's a lot of things. You know, there's a lot of things that we could have done differently. There's a lot of things that, you know, could have changed the situation, the outcome. So that's definitely the the number one thing that sticks with me and. I think it's going to stick with a lot of people, honestly, because yeah. a, that, was yeah. a, that was a hit. <laughs> Look, I mean, full disclosure, like we kind of knew something had happened because of spoiler accounts. Mm-hmm. Right. But when we were first looking, it didn't go in depth. It just said somebody got hurt. 
Well, it said something about a golf ball, and I was like, if they're playing golf in this final, I'm going to be so fucking mad. (laughs) (laughs) And then I saw what it was. I was like, oh, okay, I see. It it all makes sense now. (laughs) But actually seeing what happened. Oh, my God. And I'm just going to be honest, how freaking lucky Olivia is where it hit. I mean, because we could be having a very, very different conversation. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then her first instinct is, you know, to apologize to you. You know what I mean? And then. Look, I her think- saying, I don't know if I can still run. I was like, what is she talking about? What are you talking about, Olivia? You're gushing blood from your head. Girl, you're yeah. not running. <laughs> and then your guys is yours and the paramedic talking to her and still saying oh. how beautiful she was and her blue eyes and perfect nose, perfect <laughs> yeah, smile. It was. <laughs> and obviously you're trying to comfort her and keep her from going into shock because that's yeah. that's yeah. a traumatic experience that just happened. But. I think the part that really got people was once the the ambulance left yeah. and you had that yeah. moment with production. Yeah. And it showed your heart and your mind frame I and bawled my eyes out. And, and <laughs> how much it meant to you. Twice yeah. I had to rewatch. Yeah, same. Yeah. Are we gonna try again talking about it now? <laughs> but I think it, it, it really does yeah. speak volumes about where your your mind frame was at that, you know, you had to complete it. You had to, you started something and, and that's the kind of person you are. You, you don't, you want to see things through a hundred percent. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And it was, it was a lot of emotions going through that, that, that situation. Like, obviously it's like first they don't show this, but I get to the slingshot and I get there by myself because they pulled Olivia to the side. She was getting her, finger, her finger. Yeah. She, Fix they, from she was the getting, bola. Exactly. Yeah. So I get there and bananas and Anya are still, still there. So I'm like, mm. okay, like we're we're gonna pass these guys. So they're they're out there, they're struggling a bit. I I hit my targets immediately. Like I missed the first one, and, I, and then I go boom boom, I hit it. And when once I hit it, that's when Nani and, and bananas pretty much take off. Yeah. And so uh, I look at TJ. He's like, you gotta wait for Olivia. I'm like, obviously, yeah. And so I'm like, come on, let's go, Liv, let's go. And at the time, she, her she's already kind of like, I don't want to say the word defeated because I don't think she was defeated, but. You know, she's like, oh, my, my finger and she's fatigued and all this. I'm like, come on, come on. And like when she's using the slingshot, I'm trying to, I'm trying to stay as positive as I can. Like, come on, you got it again. Keep going, keep going. And she's like, obviously, and she's, you know, she's giving me, I don't want to say attitude, but I understand where she was coming from. She was just tired. Yeah. yeah. She was yeah. frustrated, upset frustrated. with the situation. It was hard yeah. to do it with the finger thing. Like, yeah, yeah it's just, oh, yeah. So I'm like in that position, I'm like, I'm trying to stay positive. I'm like, no, no, like. It's, it's going to be fine. Like we all, we're going to go through this, like highs and lows. This is a long final. Yeah. And, uh, she hits one and it's like, all right, hopes back up. Let's go. We're, we're about to catch these guys. And then boom, when she gets hit, it's like emotions go from like, whoa, like, hold on. What, what do I do right now? The world yeah. stops. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what do I do? And, and obviously my, my priority at the time, like is Olivia has to be okay. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. um, you know, it's like, the blood gushing and I'm, I'm like calling the medics. I didn't want her to be touching hit because our hands were just like so dirty. dirty. Yeah. And yeah. at one point I was going to take off my shirt to like, here, like put it on. But like my shirt was all like even sweaty worse. and yeah, yeah. So I was like, no, no, no. And finally paramedics show up and uh, you know, the whole situation of her saying sorry. And I'm like, please don't, don't, don't say sorry. Don't, don't. That's like the last thing I want to hear right now. Yeah. And uh, you know, I was trying to stay positive for, 
for her, for myself as well. And when she she gets into the ambulance, I figure like she's done with. I mm-hmm. I, I figured yeah. that immediately. Yeah. And uh, but also one thing they don't show is like as soon as the ambulance takes off, I take off the opposite side. I'm mm-hmm. like I got to go finish. She, she's missing one more, one more of the yeah. balls. So I I take off, and I'm about to get to the slingshot when production's like, hey, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. And I'm like, okay. And to me, it was like, it did click in my head a little bit, like, oh, maybe they're going to tell me it's over. But also I thought, well, maybe they're just going to tell me like, hey, all right, you're going to, we're going to let you do this, but these are the rules in a sense. Like, this is what you got to do. Like, are you willing to do it? You got to do double. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, okay. And then that's when production comes over. Honestly, TJ wasn't there. Oh, that was just cut in. Yeah. Right. He he, he, he didn't catch that live. He was, he was gone. Uh, Yeah. Just left literally. He did because he followed Tori and Devin out of there. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. So he he wasn't there. And so I was there by myself and there's just cameras. And uh, then that's when production comes in and, you know, she tells me like, I'm sorry, you know, you can't go. And another rush of emotion, like, no, like, please, like, like I said, I, I push for it. They, they show the, the short version, but I was there for, for a bit trying to push for it. I'm like, please, like swim double, carry double, eat double. Yeah. And, and I went on to say, like, maybe it was ballsy of me in a sense, but I was like, I promise you I'm going to catch up and I'm going to beat them. I said, I promise you, please yeah. just let me go. Let me go. And, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't allowed. And I understand it's rules of the game. But it was a mix of so many emotions, a mix of emotions of like, I started something, I got to finish it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm doing this for Olivia. I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for us. And like, why? Like, let me, let me just go up against all the odds. Let me, like, yeah. I think it would be an amazing story. Like us rookies making it all the way, but then like, okay, we have a free accident, but then let me go by myself and let me see what I could do. What if the possibility I win? Like, I think that would be an amazing story. Yeah. Even just even just finishing in that state, honestly, like I was thinking as I was watching you, you know, talk to production, I'm like, even if he doesn't win, even if, you know, you're not like qualified or whatever, just let him run the race so that he feels like he finished what he started out to do. Yeah, I I, I, that's one thing I told him because once like they finally like, like, I'm sorry, like you you got I'm sorry, you got to go. They're going to take you to the hotel and I'm walking and that's when I run into Jordan and Lisa. And I say kind of bye to them. And I could see like, what's next? Like they got to start running that way. And I remember I looked over and uh, the most of production, well, the people that were helping, they're from Argentina. So they spoke Spanish. And, you know, one of them goes on to say like, pretty much like, I don't think about it. Cause I, I was yeah. thinking about just taking off. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, they're like, like, no, just leave it. Like, like everything's okay. Todo está bien. But for a second, I was just like, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to, I don't care if I'm like, I'm not, I guess, competing or I'm in the competition. I got to finish this. But it wasn't that way. And then uh, that emotion kind of like froze for a second. I get transported over to, to the hotel. And I don't think it was till I was in the shower that it really hit me like, wow, like this is, this has all come to an end. Like now my challenge season is over. It was a lot of emotions. It was, it was, but like I said, I, I can't blame anybody. Now you have that unfinished business for the future. If you get that call back, you're like, nothing's going to stop me because I've been yeah. here before. I know what it takes. I'm going to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. And I was going to say, it, it, it's almost like salt on the wound that they made you come back and watch that last portion of the final. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, especially because, I mean, 
don't get me wrong, it was really cool to go back, but it was even the comments of like people like, and and I know they they had it and and they were saying it with with good hearts, but they're like, hey, if you were here, like, man, you you guys could have killed it, like you guys could have won this, you know, little comments like that, and I'm like, ah. I know, I know. Like, and I wanted to compete so bad. And watching Bananas and Nani, I get it. They were stuck in a tough position. And yeah, I, uh, Bananas has said it multiple times. Like, his back was hurting and and all this. But watching them like just stop, it's like, come on, man. Like, hey, you up you, in, you, inside? Yeah, it's like you you, you can't stop. And like, I'm not trying to make them seem like oh they just gave up because I know they did work hard. But it got to the point where they were we were all literally just waiting for Devin and Tori to finish. And to me, that was, that was the hardest thing. And I don't want to make it a me show because the, sh- the spotlight was not on me, but it definitely hurt because I knew like, man, I, 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 we, we could have done some damage out here, but that wasn't, that wasn't the case. And even when the whole, going back to the hit, when production comes out and tells me like, Hey, you can't continue. And they're like, they, they, they didn't tell me like, Oh, you're going to come back. But they're like, you never know. Like you could get the opportunity to come back. And I kept saying like, I got to start all over. Like, again like, i'm <laughs> yeah. here right now like let me go like i gotta start from zero to get to this position again like you don't understand how hard that was like all season if i come back if the possibility if i come back the like, people are just gonna be gunning for me now because they're gonna see me as as a threat like you know and and now i look at it like all right if i do go back if i get the second the second opportunity let's go at it like if people are gonna see me as a threat and be throwing me in it is what it is and i'm not scared of anything but who's gonna want to see you in an elimination they're gonna be like we need you to take care of this person you're going in to take them out okay i get that yeah like i i mean i do kind of agree with josh like in in my personal belief and i think i speak for the whole team right here that i haven't heard anyone say you know what that guy arasio i don't want to see him back like I've never fucking heard that. Yeah. Like it's always like, dude, bring him back. He needs to be on this. Even show. other cast members, yeah, yeah. Like you, like I know you. You trained your life for soccer, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and that was your goal. And and uh, unfortunately, it didn't work for you, right? And mm-hmm. but I feel like that was part of your stepping stone and what you've shown on this show. And yeah. look, we've had a lot of really good rookies that that are good that don't get called back. But we have a lot of rookies that come back that we're not always wanting them to come back. But universally to say this guy, this guy has something special that we want to see long term and see what he can achieve in the show yeah. is very rare. And you unanimously have have received that, in my opinion. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's been like I said, it's been amazing. The Just a loss for words for the amount of support, because even going into it, a lot of people from the cast they're like how was uh how were the fans from your other show and i said oh they were amazing like everything was positive and they're like oh you're in for <laughs> <laughs> I was like, welcome to the fandom yeah like, you don't understand these guys are reckless like they'll go after you man yeah oh, and yeah. i was like okay well i mean we'll see i mean we'll see what happens you know and to just see the the, the outcome now like it's been unreal like like I said, it's been nothing but positive. Very, very, I could maybe count them in my hand, the negative things. And it wasn't even super negative, but just it's been absolutely incredible. And I'm so thankful, blessed with that because I know, I don't know too much about the, the challenge history, mm-hmm. but based on what I have lived, it's like amazing, amazing, nothing negative, like I said. And hopefully if I get that second opportunity, I could keep 
keep that up because I know it's easier said than done. Like, oh yeah, I could be a one season wonder or, you know, got to oh, yeah. be able to prove it. At- what a season. Yeah. <laughs> I do also want to point out though, kind of going back to like the, the production thing. And, you know, obviously I had to step away for a second, so I'm not sure if anybody else pointed this out, but I can count on one hand how many times somebody has been DQ'd in a final and been sitting there crying and production does not come out. They don't give a fuck if you're sitting there crying, (laughs) but you, they came rushing out. They hugged you that you could hear in production's voice that they felt really bad, that they could not do anything to help you in the situation. And then the, the amount of screen time you got, the response from the fans, all of that, they would be absolutely insane to not bring you back on. They would just, they, and they would, they would get, there would be riots in the fan base if they didn't bring you back. So I would definitely be expecting a call. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, hopefully. And and I want to say like in people that have listened to the podcast before, now I've got like this ideal season 40 where I want to see nothing but like finalists. I want to see the best of the best, right? Like I want to see CT versus Jordan and bananas and West. I very much want to see you on that. Yeah. I want to see what you can do against them too. I don't even know if you know this, but there are are already people for us. It's a little bit, it's a little bit more difficult, but you were absolutely in the conversation. We just did our Mount Rushmore discussion the other day, uh, last week, and you were in the discussion. You didn't make it onto the top four, but you were in the discussion of, if he comes back and has another season or he gets a win or something like that, like it's hard to not put you up on that Mount Rushmore with some of the best that have ever played the challenge because of the energy and the dedication and the heart and the, the competition level that you co- that you bring to the show. So, wow. No, what, what, what think, an honor. <laughs> I think we tried to make a separate mountain. Didn't we? We did. We tried yeah, to we make a, a rookie mountain. Yeah. Future mountain. Yeah. Future, future, mountain. There you go. future Mount Rushmore. Yeah, exactly. It, it's yeah. very much like how we talk about Tori and mm-hmm. Cam and some of the, the really great women that are yeah. newer on the challenge. Like they're very close to being there. And mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with them. I think that, you know, especially if we can, we get the opportunity to see you again, you get the opportunity to prove yourself because very much unlike survivor and everything else, they're going to have to beat you. Yeah. And they yeah. haven't been yeah. able to do that yet. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing uh, that I guess you could say, I, I walked away and say, nobody really beat me. Like yeah. I wasn't eliminated. Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, that's, that's an absolute honor. I know. I don't know. I don't know CT personally. I don't know Wes. I don't know a lot of people, but just to like see comments or messages of people saying like, UNCTR are my absolute favorite of all time. And like, I've been watching since day one, like those kind of messages, like, wow, that's, that's absolutely insane to me. And, you know, if I do get the, the privilege and the honor to compete against them, like that'd be amazing because oh, they it. are who they are. And I'm here to like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm the new guy. Yeah. But I'm here to compete too. I'm here to win too. And you know, let, let's see what we can do. So if that were to, to happen, in the next season or following whatever I'll, I'll be prepared and it'd be fun. I know that's probably what people would want to see. So hell yeah. Wes I is a it. soccer guy too. Yeah. Wes is a, yeah, yeah, Wes is a soccer player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah um, so it'd be so fun. I would love to see you and Theo compete in Theo the final. Campbell, yeah. yeah. Theo. I think oh, that would be a hell of a battle right yeah. there. I heard a, yeah. What was it? I don't remember what there was a, a Instagram page that tagged me on a couple stories or uh, he kind of threw a, a couple jabs at me where he was like, yeah, I beat him out of nine out of 10 eliminations. I beat him. Uh, I'm just 
better, physically stronger, all this. And it's like, dude, I, I'm I'm not gonna respond to you as like yeah. a comment. Or anything. <laughs> like, all right, man, if you get the call, I'll, uh, hopefully I get the call, and then we'll see each other out there. We'll just see, but, yeah, yeah. We're just seeing. CEO, you beat Jordan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, so, you have that. Yeah. Well, and, and I think I think Theo is a very high level athlete like yourself, mm-hmm. like Jordan, mm-hmm. where a little bit of shit talking has to happen for them to get themselves amped yeah. up. And I think yeah, that yeah, applies yeah. to Theo. Yeah, because he's yeah. not a he's not a malicious person from what like we've talks with him and, and seeing him and stuff. He's not really like a, a, a malicious kind of person. He's a I'm going to talk shit to you to amp up the competition kind of guy, you know, so. Yeah, and that's how I saw it. I, I didn't take yeah. it in yeah. a bad way at all. Cool. But yeah. it's like. Okay, man. Like, because he he also said like, oh yeah, I'd beat him. But then he's like, yeah, I've heard some good things about this kid. Yeah. Uh, so you know, he did throw that in there. He he, I don't want to say he knows, but like, yeah, it'll, it'll be a good battle. At least he knows who you are. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. In my personal opinion, I don't think there is anyone you can match up against really, except for like maybe in stuff where it's. Like you have to go against Fessy in a hall brawl and he's got a hundred pounds on you and six (laughs) inches. You know what I mean? Like where it's just like, it's a law of physics, like Anissa versus Amber in that competition, you know, like great as she is, she wasn't being Anissa. Yeah. But I think in any type of fair competition or final, you have as good a shot as anyone I've seen. No. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I think also that you got to be realistic because I've said it multiple times. If I were to go up against, Fessy in a hall bra or CT in a hall bra. I mean, let's be honest. These guys have are a lot stronger than me. They got the weight on me. Can I win? There's a possibility. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, I'm, I'm going to go out there and fight. Um, you know, I know the odds are completely stacked against me, but it's like, I don't know. It's just looking at everything like you could win against whoever you're going up against. And you got to find some kind of strategy to do it. Um, by going up against Johnny, I know Johnny's not the biggest guy, but he did have some size on me. You know, mm-hmm. I had to figure it out like, okay, I'm not going to beat him in a, in a bench press competition. If he's trying to make it bench, I have to use my legs. My legs are, are, are stronger. Yeah. You know, yep. he has strong legs, but I got to beat him to it. So it's like little things like that. It's using this muscle up here too, exactly. right? Like yeah, with Jordan against Chauncey. Chauncey should win that every day. Every time. Yes. Jordan used this one. And yep. sometimes that's the most powerful one. And, and to kind of flip on what you were saying, yeah, like they might beat you in this but i'm not going to count you out and you're not counting yourself out yeah if no. they had to go against you in the fucking eliminate a soccer elimination which we've seen before <laughs> multiple times yeah. on the challenge they, really? they've had soccer yes. eliminations yeah. on the finals yeah wes had what? to beat brad in in like a, a penalty kickoff, yeah. kickoff penalty kickoff yeah. yeah to see who was going to get a head start why did they throw that at me what the heck it's like where was that instead of the bike thing they did one where they were like they blindfolded you and your opponent but you had to like get a soccer ball into a goal and it it was like like a bells inside the ball so you could just hear the bells and yeah it was crazy so i mean like they're never beating you at that either so i mean like there's there's scenes that are leaned heavily towards you as well Mm -hmm. but yeah. In the end of the day, where you can really judge people, I think, is a final because it's endurance. Yeah. It's a little bit it's of a everything. mix puzzle. Yeah. 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 That, and that's, that's exactly where I want to say I'm I'm, tr- I'm not training for a final, but like just training in general is like I'm trying to be as hybrid as possible. And I've said it multiple times. Like maybe I could like, oh, I'm not this biggest, strongest guy, but oh, maybe this guy can har- carry some heavy weight here. But then this guy is going to be able to run 100 miles as well over here. And then he's going to be able to hit a puzzle. Like, I'm just trying to, like, really be as hybrid as possible. Yeah. And hopefully I can get it done. 
Yeah, and I mean, like, you can't train for everything. Like, you can't hire a bus driver to drive you around on a nah. bumpy road and shit. Like, there's just certain shit you can't prep for. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which and you guys did really well. I, we, we did, actually. <laughs> yeah. We did, actually. But uh, that's one thing that I think, because everybody's like, um, do you have the challenge bug? And I, I, yeah, I definitely do, because that's one thing I absolutely loved about the challenge was everything that you do, you get one shot. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. You don't get to practice. You don't get like a test run. No, this is what it is. Learn it right now. Find a strategy, a technique and go out there and do it. And so I love that because it's a fair game for everybody. Yeah, there's a couple of things where maybe a couple of vets uh, have like had that kind of experience. I go back to the the one where we were having to run across the cars. Yeah. Yeah. And I know everybody was expecting a lot of big things for me. And I ended up not not getting it. And it goes back to that lack of experience because I remember once it all was came to an end, Jordan won. And he goes up to me. He's like, I didn't want to tell you. He's like, <laughs> but you gotta you gotta measure the the harness. Yeah. And yeah, that's right. what happened with me. I was trying to outrun the bus. And I I remember I told him, I said, Am I gonna be faster than the bus? I'm like, no, it'll go at your pace. But it didn't happen. I was going faster. So what would happen? I would hit the, the, the bottom, the, the back of it and mm-hmm. yank me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like, it's little things like that, that, you know, they might have a little bit more experience, but that comes with time. Yes. Uh, but yep. at the end of the day, it's all things that you got one shot and you got to go do it. And I love that. And it's so cool. I, I agree. And yeah. I think that's what like, because I'm not a reality TV person. Like I watched a little bit of big brother and stuff, but she got me into the challenge and what got kept me in the challenge was the competition. And the fact that yeah. it's okay. very much like, you know, American football or how we call it soccer, but football is that yeah. on any given day, anyone can be beat. Yeah. Yes. You know, they, it's, yep. you can only prepare so much, right. You know, but exactly. it's, it, there is a luck of chance to it mm-hmm. and, and thought. So, and, and I think, like I said, you, unknowingly you kind of trained for this your whole life <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean i really have yeah that's why that's why i think i also enjoyed as well because it's not soccer and i i already understood that i already accepted that which is crazy because right now i'm back at playing soccer this is why i'm living in san diego but it's it's an opportunity to just use what i learned my entire life and put it into this like yeah because i don't know it goes beyond just kicking a ball to me it goes it's the little the principles all the morals the uh, the things that i that i want to say i have are because of soccer obviously it has to do with my parents and just a lot of things but at the end of the day it goes back to soccer that taught me so many things and it made me the person that i am and now i could use that in going into the challenge or whatever is next for me yeah absolutely oh, I, love I mean that. that's so cool i do want to mention this because it was one of the most enjoyable parts of the challenge to me is that elimination you did with kenny because <laughs> that was the only time i've actually seen elimination i'm like dude i can fucking do that i've been training <laughs> for that my whole life turning wrenches breaking drywall i got this you know what i mean <laughs> and then once i kind of heard your background i was like fuck man Arasio would beat me at this too shit <laughs> you know construction you know yeah I, it's because yeah i got to uh with my dad um uh, i'm so thankful he he taught us a lot of things and uh he's always he's been an electrician most of his life but he did do construction and he got a house not right when i came back from australia he had bought a house, very big house, but it was an older house. Yeah. And we 
remodeled the thing out of it like completely when i'm wow. like, the only thing that we didn't bring down was the, like the outside of it the foundation yeah. but the inside we boom we knocked everything down brought in like new walls a new setup new floor plan everything wow. and so you know that wow. really helped me out not thinking like, oh, I'm gonna help, I'm gonna use this in the future. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but, <of> like, <laughs> but it definitely came into play because yeah, like knocking walls down, like all right, I had to do that for at least a week or, or a lot more, just knocking everything down, putting yeah. up the drywall, cutting this, cutting the tiles, putting the tiles, running the electricity, running the the pipes, everything, and you know it definitely comes in to to help you at some point, and at that point it it definitely did. It was a, it was a fun, I think out of all the eliminations, it was the funnest one because I, I just literally, mm, yeah, it, it was, it was just fun, like breaking stuff and it, it, it was fun. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I do think it, cause even, uh, I think a lot of people are like, oh, if you would have gone up against Jordan, like maybe would have lost. I'm like, I don't know. I think I, I think I would have gotten this one. Yeah. I think you well, would have got it too. We've, we've seen Jordan in a, in a wall, in a competition where he had to break through drywall and it, it didn't work out for him as well as he but thought it was going to be. But he, he, he did well. He does have a little bit of the trade experience behind him he because he does the, you know, the general contracting oh, and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and shout out to your dad for being in the trades. Like that's something that does not happen as much as it should nowadays. Yeah. I know a lot of kids will want to go to four-year universities, but just remember yeah. We always need people in the trades. We need always. somebody that's an HVAC technician. We need plumbers. We need that. So yeah, absolutely. Just shout yeah. out to that. Yeah, yeah. And that's where uh, my brother, he stepped into it. Uh, he actually started school. He started college. And then uh, he like decided like, uh, it's not for me. And he went yep. to be an electrician. So, you know, that's, that's, that's where awesome. they're at right now. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a good life and it's respectable work. You it know is. what I mean? And I'm just putting that out there. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually curious really quick since, since you just brought up that, that elimination against Kenny was your favorite, um, was the most fun elimination to do. Uh, yeah. what was your favorite daily to do? Like which one was the most fun to you? Oh, daily. Uh, that's a hard one. Mm. I definitely enjoyed that, that, that the container one, the second one, like that one was, like I said, that was like my, my playground. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I enjoy, I wish it was like longer, like, oh, you got to jump from this container to that one. And then you got to like do this. And I would have been <laughs> a lot better, but it wasn't. Um, <laughs> and anything that had to do with like, uh, with swimming, I'm, mm, I'm not okay. the best swimmer, but I really enjoyed it. And I think, uh, cause not most of the cast, they're, they're not very good. And no. so like, you got, you got, you got a bit of a, an edge on them. Yeah. So that, that was also good. <laughs> I, I enjoyed those. That's awesome. I love it. So I, I, I have one final question that I really want to ask. I know Karina yeah. has it, but mm-hmm. do you guys I've got one too? No, go for it. I'm, I'm, I'm only moving um, just because I'm moving locations, but keep going. So I know you don't have a, a lot of history on the challenge itself, but with you watching War of the Worlds and, and having quite a like it was a really good cast this season on yeah. 38 with some of the real legends. Yeah. If you had to build a team of four, yourself, another guy, and two women, <laughs> who uh, are you picking? Yeah. It's either that or I ask you who's your Mount Rushmore. And that one's really a loaded minefield. Yeah. yeah, that was, yeah, because I don't know too many. Oh, man. I'm, I'm just going to go based on the people that I played it with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Yeah. So uh, for a guy, I mean, I have to go with my guy, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have to go with him. Um, I think we, we would. We worked very well when we did work as a team. So I would have to go with Jordan. For girls, oh, man. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the girls are always the hardest part. <laughs> it's always, it's, uh, 
Um, uh, I, I gotta, I gotta add Laurel to the mix. Yes, yes. I gotta add Laurel, and uh, it would be between. Ah, just you can say it's between the two. We'll we'll keep that answer yeah. right there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it would be between Tori, mm-hmm. and honestly, I I I, I would say Olivia. That's what I was. That's I was, what I was, yeah. I was about. I was about to take Olivia off the table to make it easier for you because I'm like, we are. We already know you would pick Olivia because that's that's your yeah. die. But um, no, that's awesome. That would be a killer team. I think it would be a great team. Yeah. Um, I think just for for example, with Laurel. I know she didn't have the best of of seasons, but you know everybody knows what she can bring to the table. She's oh, a yeah. competitor yeah. completely, and she's a smart girl. And she's just nobody wants to see her in an elimination, especially if it's physical. Oh no! I mean, no. she's she's yeah. she's a tall girl. She's strong. Mm-hmm. So, and then Corey or Olivia are on the same boat. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Just I beasts. Mean, yeah, it would be it would be a good team, I think. Hell yeah! Hell do yeah! Some damage. Oh uh, yeah. One thing I did want to mention because you said you watched War of the Worlds one, and you might really enjoy him just because of hearing more about you doing like ultra marathons and really trying to push mm. yourself as much as you can. Is there was a gentleman on there? I think he went by his name's Ashley Kane. He was partnered with Cam on he that. He went by Ash. Yeah, Ash. Yeah, Ash. and, and uh, but he, he's a professional soccer player in the UK. Um, um but and yeah, he's monster he's gone through quite a bit in his personal life but he's on this journey of like pushing himself as much as he can physically to kind of almost to create that mental health because he it's a it's a really long story but and yeah. i can explain to you off air but i think it's something that you would actually really enjoy yeah ashley kane yeah okay yeah i've never never heard of him that'd, yeah, be, so, that'd be really cool yeah, yeah I'll, I'll send you over some stuff i think we've talked on ig too before so i'll send some of that over to you for you to check out yeah yeah so i had send a message out. I don't have a lot of friends who watch the challenge locally. <laughs> hence the fact that I'm doing a podcast with people in the States and I live in Canada. <laughs> uh, but I put the question out probably about 45 minutes before we sat down. I'm just like, does anybody have any questions for Horacio? And uh, Taylor McCarthy, who's a friend of my wife's, they're in a baby group together. She had asked, what was one thing that happened during the show that didn't make the final cut that you wish did. And she also wanted to say that you were her favorite rookie by far. <laughs> okay. No, thank you so much um, for that. And um, a moment that didn't make the final cut. Oh, there's a lot of, a lot of moments. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually one particular, and it goes back to the whole Jordan and, and Tori situation where you know we're kind of going back and forth i'm like who's going to be the direct vote you or i and, and all that and tori had you know they were going through their little another one of their their battles like they always do mm-hmm. and i remember olivia comes up to me and she goes hey they might make jordan the direct vote so you know you, you might you might be safe mm-hmm. and i said why, why would you say that he's like because tori might switch up her vote and I went up to Tori, like, as soon as Olivia told me this, I went straight to Tori and I said, please, please don't say Jordan's name. I said, wow. say my name because you don't want to regret your decision later. Yeah. Right. I know, like, she, they had mentioned to me before that the season before that, she was rooting for uh, Emmanuel, I believe. Yes. And it was against yeah. Devin. Yes. And that she, she's like, I wish I shouldn't have done that and all this. And I'm like, don't make this another one of that, one of those situations. 
Right. He would never, he would never turn his back on you. So don't say his name. And I said, just, I said, I've already accepted the fact that I'm going to go in. So just say my name. I'll go in. Yeah. And, um, she goes, oh, well, I'm going to have to talk to, I'm going to have to hear that from, from Jordan that he would never say my name. I said, I'm not going to go over to Jordan and tell him to talk to you. Yeah. I'm just telling you what I know, what I've seen from Jordan. And <laughs> if you want to believe me, great. That's cool. And so I walk up to the, my room and I don't know if Jordan was overhearing the conversation or something, because as soon as I step in, he's like, I'm going to go talk to Tori. And he goes <laughs> over. And so I was like, okay. So, you know, I just wish that that would have like made it because it, it made it more like, you know, their relationship was, even though it was looking like complete disaster, mm-hmm. it was getting better. And they were right. growing on one another in terms of like, okay, we have to accept like, we're not going to be together and you're going to live your life. I'm going to live my life. And, you know, I think that was a big decision there for Tori to not be, I guess, uh, revengeful in a sense. You know? Right. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So I just yeah. think that would have been, better have been cool to see it and help people understand more like oh, these guys are definitely growing and they understand each other a lot better. That's awesome. I love that. I do hope we get to see a different version of Jordan and Tori on global on than world we saw Champ. on, or I'm sorry, world championship or, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, compared to rider dies i mean it's just it's changed names four times since they came out with the idea so we just don't know anymore worlds yeah yeah exactly um but i i and i i miss part of it but i i do want to say like i i just feel for him like that's such a tough situation to to have on national television for the first time is that interaction it's like oh yeah yeah exactly yeah it, it was definitely very very rough and i when i you know people are like oh i haven't seen this person in so long and Sometimes they're exaggerating, but no, legit. They hadn't seen each other or spoke to another in like a year and a half. And it's yeah. like to come on on national TV, like, and this is going to be your first interaction. That's not easy. That's not. With 30 all, so. other people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that house and those 30 other people. Yeah. yeah exactly. Look, exactly. I think, yeah. I think that shows Jordan. And how do I want to say this? it shows his balls it shows his cojones like to be able to do that and accept that and like say i'm gonna do that i think it says a lot but uh, sorry i interrupted (laughs) as always (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so i i actually do have a closing question um josh or tony unless you guys have anything else that you want to add in before we we start closing this out are you guys good I, I just can't wait for us to redo the rookie conversation again because we. I think I we need to redo that. We need to redo our best rookies. <laughs> yeah, yeah our best be, rookies we need debate. to talk more about Horacio. It just won't be a debate <laughs> anymore. Yeah, I was going to say no, it's going to be no, a three minute just, episode. We're like best rookie Horacio and Olivia. Thank you. Um. So. Anyway, so this is this is a question I, I, I like to ask everybody at the end of the interviews. I'm going to amend it slightly just because this is your very first season um, and we're really hoping to see you for a lot, lot more. So normally I would ask, um, you know, when you're all done with reality TV, but I'm, I'm going to ask just kind of in this in this moment after everything that you've experienced in your life. What advice do you want to leave with fans that are that are listening to this episode who who may also be trying to make their own way? Wow. Um, yeah, we don't fuck around here. We don't pull punches. <laughs> <laughs> Teams of four, philosophical questions. Yeah, no. yeah I mean, wow. What's so your I favorite like... ice cream? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. I got to answer that too, right? 
I want to be an ice cream man, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think what I would leave, what I want people to to maybe take from me is like, everybody has their their own path. Everybody has their own, I guess, uh, way of living their life. I think uh, for, for me, an example is like, I was never looking for reality TV. I was never looking to be on the challenge. I was never looking to be on Exathlon. I was just trying to be that soccer guy. And sometimes you push so hard for something and it doesn't, doesn't happen. But then something else opens up, another opportunity. And I think that's, that's what happens with so many people. Like if you don't get something, like life's not over, it continues, right? And, and another opportunity can open up. And at the end of the day, hard work pays off. No matter what it is that you're doing, you could be busting your butt to, once again, me as an example, I was busting my butt to be a, a professional soccer player, try to be the, the best player I can be. And at the end of the day, it wasn't, I have to accept it. I, it wasn't enough. I wasn't good enough or whatever the case may be. But then that opened up these opportunities. So you, you just never know what's going to be thrown your way. You just got to keep moving forward. I think uh, attitude is everything. It's the one thing I have definitely learned as well. Like I said, coming from, I don't want to say I had like anger issues because I didn't, but like being such a, a negative person. And to this day, I'm still the most negative person when it comes to myself. Yeah, I am my absolutely. hardest critic. I am, I will tear myself down and I will torture myself. But I have learned to like little by little, like you just gotta, yes, learn from those mistakes or those defeats, whatever it is, but keep moving forward. And attitude is everything. If you're going to wake up one day and just be like, ah, like, gosh, today I have to go do this. Like, uh, like, no, like today you have the privilege of going out and doing that. Today you have, you know, it's just looking at things in just a little switch change, like a little more positive And believe me, things will be so different. And so attitude is everything. And just keep working hard, whatever it is that you're doing that will pay off in, in some kind of way. Sometimes it's not the way you want it to, but you just have to have faith and believe and not because don't, don't compare your story to anybody else's because everybody has their own unique path. Oh, um, I and I mean, that. I know that's, that's a long way to say it, but yeah, that's what, that's what I want people to kind of see and understand and take from me. Yeah. No, I love it. That's it, perfect. And it, It's true. I mean, look, they become cliches because they're mm-hmm. true, yeah. right? You know, consistency mm-hmm. pays off. Hard work pays off. Mm-hmm. Uh, opening yourself up to opportunities that you may not expect. Yeah, right. You know exactly, what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's, they're there for a reason. Horacio, I, I do have a, another question. Yeah. You're getting ready to go into a hall brawl against <laughs> Jordan, right? <laughs> yeah. You get to listen to one song to hype you up. What, <laughs> what song? song is it? <laughs> It can be any song. What song is it? Oh, that is crazy. Um, I'm going to be honest. I am not listening to music anymore when I'm doing physical activities. So that's, it's been changing the game for me. Um, or maybe just like, like a, a song that you just, you really like. So pretty much what, right. we, what we do is we use it for like our promo videos and stuff like that. And we keep like, <laughs> yeah, there's know. no deep philosophical yeah, reason. This is strictly for the grand. For promo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will not be analyzing the lyrics after you make no. your suggestions. <laughs> no, no, it's strictly so I can put your photo up with some music behind it. And that's it. And it, okay. it's more personal that way. Yeah. More personal. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then, uh, I got to go with, uh, 
my favorite artist. His name is Danny Ocean. Okay. And, I love uh, it. He, uh, he sings a song called uh, Me Reuso. Okay. And I mean, it's just, it's not necessarily a hype song. It's just yeah, more yeah, like, yeah. it's just me. It's more relaxed, more. Um, I like that. In Spanish. And uh, Perfect. yeah, I, I've been getting away from, like I said, from the whole, like listening to music when working out. So I don't really have a hype, hype song. It's no, different. It's unique. I mean, what was Brandon Nelson's type song? It was it was Beyonce. Uh, what's it called? What's uh, the... Dangerously in love. Yeah, and it's like yeah, love... it's like a piano R and B song. Yeah, so you're good. Nine to five. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so no, no, that works perfect, and it, it's really just more so for like I said, the gram than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, this is. I mean, we don't even have to put this in the podcast, but you can if you want. I, this is a question I've always kind of been curious. And, and you you mentioned throughout the interview that you sometimes struggle when it comes to uh, having really open and, and in-depth conversations in English, which I don't find to be the case. We, no, I yeah. think you did very, <laughs> very, very well. Yes. But I, I'm assuming that you were born and raised as Spanish speaking first and then English was your second language. Is that a correct assumption? That, that's correct. Yes. So I, I was trying to explain this to kids and I'm curious if this is how it works for you. So like when I was learning Spanish, I would hear the word, but then I would translate it to English in my head to understand the meaning. Is that how you hear English? Like you hear the English word and then you translate it into Spanish? Um, I think um, I've been getting away from that now. Yeah. Uh, I am definitely a lot more comfortable in, in English and it has been because of, you know, the show and, and, you know, jumping on podcasts and just talking to people that don't speak Spanish. So, yeah, my English has definitely been a lot. I've been getting a lot more confident with it. But, yes, before it was like I would hear something and I would have to break it down. Right now, I think it's more like I could think of something that could be potentially funny. But I think about it in Spanish and then I try to translate it into English. It's like, nah, that doesn't go. I only speak English and I have about seven of those moments of every hour. So don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been a little bit different. But I, like I said, I've been getting more comfortable. And, and one thing I have noticed, like, for example, with Olivia, when we first got to like the challenge, I used to like think that I was the most boring person to olivia and it was funny because like we, we knew each other prior but like every time we talked like she just seems so bored and i'm like gosh i'm so boring for her and <laughs> yeah and I, and I hated it that's why like i even let like pushed it even more like you go do your thing i don't yeah. want to be like this like oh, i gotta i gotta go talk to this boring guy or anything and now it's like like it's, our, our relationship has grown so much and when we talk like i could, I could finally like make her laugh and it's oh, in English, yeah. and I'm like, okay, that's something. So you know, it's it's goes back to like just getting more comfortable with the language and knowing how to have a good conversation. Right. So next time we see you, it's going to be more outgoing, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, <laughs> I think more social game for you. <laughs> I don't want to say I'll be like making deals or anything, but yeah, I think I'll be definitely more social. <laughs> You're not I coming think, in uh, like Devin, huh? No, no, no. I think it, it's just a matter of like, you know, getting that, that confidence. And yeah. I don't think in any kind of shape, way, or form, I'm changing who I am. I think no. it's just the person I am, but I'm just getting, you know, getting out of my shell. And I think Bananas has said it multiple times, like throughout the season, I, I was, letting out of my shell little by little yeah and i think 
Exactly. And I think if I were to go back to another season and there's people that I already know, well, that's, that's definitely going to help me and right. it's yeah. going to help me just yeah. interact with everybody else. But yeah, I think um, personality wise, I think you'd see more of, of me, me and more, more outgoing. Like right. I said, I wouldn't be cutting deals or anything like that. That's <laughs> just not my game. Yeah. yeah. But I'll be out there a little bit, a little bit more. No, I yeah. get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, go ahead, Tony. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I was just going to say like bananas doesn't necessarily dole out compliments left, right, and center by any means. No. But one of the things that he complimented you on, which is something that is rare in this game, is how you handled being voted in as much as you were and how you didn't let it impact your relationships in the game. And you came back like just the same person that you went into elimination, just one less person in the house that wasn't you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's the way, uh, well, Everybody has a different way of playing or seeing things. Yeah, right. But at the end of the day, it is a game. So you can't take it into real life. And I've, I think I've always been very good at separating those two. But once I was in there, like, I, I don't know, like, don't get me wrong. I was, I would get so mad when my name was thrown <laughs> out there. I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, like in the inside, I was, I was fuming. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, okay, it is what it is. Take it on the chin once again. Mm-hmm. And keep going like no you haven't been knocked down like you you've been taking them just keep moving forward don't get knocked down and uh, i think that's the best way i could have i could have uh i guess reacted to the situation i can't take anything personally i think there's there's ways where people can make it personal Mm -hmm. but throughout the season i don't think that ever happened that was ever the case even banana saying my name like four or five times i don't know how many times (laughs) he said it i still (laughs) didn't take it personally because like okay it's it is what it is. But, you know, I think personal, com- it turns personal when people start maybe, you know, throwing it in your family, stuff like that. That's yeah. when it's like, yeah. okay, like, really? You're going to go that way? Okay, then, yeah. then let's make it like that. But other than that, it's a game and everybody's going to do what's best for them, uh, what they think is best for them. So, you know, I can't just... They didn't want to see you in the final. I, I was going to say, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, if, if you have the GOAT of the show, like probably the best to ever play, the, one of the best to ever play the show, Bananas, it, yeah. targeting you over and over again, that's actually a compliment because it means he's scared <laughs> yeah. to go to the final with you. So, like, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So. I mean, at one point, I think he said that he, they stopped trying to get rid of you and started trying to use you as a weapon yeah. against other people and <laughs> figure out how to get rid of you after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, it, it, I'll always say his compliments are some of the weirdest. He called me herpes at one point. You can't get rid of me. Um, which is like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. He's like, these guys like herpes. And I'm like, all right, cool, man. I'll take it. But yeah. That's great. I love yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's, he's a cool guy. And, even when I jumped on his podcast, he mentioned like that when he was uh, on his way to the to the season, they, they kind of did a spoiler as well. And they put some of our names out and I was out there. He's like, I wasn't worried about anybody else. He's like, but I was worried about you. Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. what you did. So, you know, that coming from from bananas, like it's it's a big yeah. compliment for sure. And he, he's a he's a legend of the game. Like you said, probably one of the best ever. So for him to speak highly of me, it really means a lot. And him and several other people that have spoken highly of me. So yeah, hopefully just keep making them proud in the sense. It's it's never bad to have bananas on your side. Never, never (laughs) bad. 
<laughs> now, now, when when you finally do get a chance to compete with CT, then you're going to have to reevaluate your GOAT position on I, this. I, but, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like they'd work together. CT likes the quiet rookies. So, you that know. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, he I likes the ones can... that hang low. <laughs> We, we could do it. We can could, we could work together, CT. <laughs> so I, I did want to mention something. My little brother, he plays soccer in that. You know, I just found it very interesting kind of talking to you, your history behind it and knowing what he's gone through, what he's currently going through with soccer. So it's 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 a very interesting thing. And I want to thank you so much for sharing that. Man. Yeah. No, of course. Of course. Yeah, it's amazing soccer. And like I said, I'm out here playing. Actually, I just signed with a professional indoor soccer team. That's um, awesome. So I'm I'm back to it, which is which is very weird. I'm not gonna lie. It's been yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been a struggle. It's been a struggle, and I never thought I'd say it that I'm struggling with soccer, but I am because I haven't played since Fayville, um, in North Carolina, which was, my last game was in April of last year. And jumping into a team that's, I mean, this team that I'm playing with, they're the team. Like they're back to back champions, number one mm-hmm. rank, and you know they're they're good. They're they're yeah. really really good, and. and I'm not saying I'm I'm not at their level, but like right now I feel like what the heck is going on? Like, <laughs> so yeah. it's been a, a bit of a struggle. I've only been out here for maybe about two weeks now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, trying to get into the starting lineup or even get some minutes, it's been difficult. Mm-hmm. But uh, another challenge. Everybody knows I love a good challenge. So uh, hell yeah, here we are, and hopefully we can get that done. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I, I love it. Gives you that that another mountain to climb, right? Yeah. Exactly, another one to climb, and I got. Two months, pretty much, to uh, the season ends in a- April. So, I mean, it's coming to an end pretty soon. And then, mm-hmm. what is it, like mid-April it ends? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I got, I don't have a lot of time, but I think the time I do have, I, I got to make the most of it. Going yeah. out, training every single day, trying to fit in with the group. Great group of uh, teammates. Like, they're really, really good. And so, I'm doing what I can. But uh, that's another another challenge I have for right now. And then I have <laughs> the Grand Canyon. And then we'll see what's next. I don't right? know what's next, but... I love it. I live live day by day in a sense. So I I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I was going to say it probably uh, not saying anything, just, just putting it out there. The league ending in April, probably good timing. Rumors are there's a new season filming in May. Hopefully we see you on there, man. (laughs) We really hope to see you on there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, It would be perfect. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Don't even know what's going on, but yeah. So, Horacio, this has been absolutely incredible. I'm sure we could probably sit here and talk to you like for another hour or two because I have a ton (laughs) more questions. And as we keep talking, I'm like, oh, what about this? And oh, what about this? But I know you have (laughs) stuff to do, but I did want to, you know, jump back, tie it back to the beginning here. And let's hear that favorite flavor of ice cream. What is it? Oh, gosh. Yeah, I think (laughs) this is the hardest question of the entire podcast. Um, yes, I couldn't decide. That's like choosing kids. Are you kidding me? Like, which kid do you want to yeah. save on the Titanic? I don't know. It's orange sherbet. Come on. Oh, orange sherbet. I, I, so I am a, a fruity guy. I, mm, I'm not okay. a fan of like the chocolate and all that. Um, I am a fruity guy. Oh man, it has to be like something tropical. Like in in uh, Puerto Rico, they have uh, passion fruit ice cream. Oh. So yeah, like it had to be like passion fruit or mango. Like those Got are it. my go-tos. 
Love um, it. Yeah. Oh, I love mango ice cream. Mango yeah. flavored gelato is like, it's yes. out of this world. Okay, we yeah. gotta go get ice yep. cream now. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, there's a foot of snow on the ground. I don't want ice cream. <laughs> I, forgot. <laughs> I forgot it's snowing. <laughs> the store's only 10 blocks from you. You got yeah, yeah, no big deal. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll eat some ice cream for you guys. Don't worry. I'll, I'll take over. All right. I appreciate All right. it. I appreciate it, Orazio. <laughs> Really, I I can't say it any better than oh Karina already did. But thank you so much for your so time, Horacio. Cool. It's been an absolute yeah. pleasure to talk yeah. with you. Oh no, thank you guys. It's been an absolute pleasure to watch you on our television yes. screen for like the last six months. We joke and say like thirty <laughs> years, but really like the last six <laughs> months. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. Um, with that being said, we hope we get to see you on our TV screens a lot more, yeah. and you get a you get to call yourself a challenge champion amongst a champion of many other things here yeah. in the future. Hopefully, hopefully no thank you thank you guys so much for for, for your time and, and the opportunity to come on your podcast um, mm. to support just everything in general um like i said i've said thank you so much and i don't know what else to say like thank you is just, <laughs> it's just like it's been so crazy like thank you thank you thank you because i i am lost for words and thank you guys hopefully the second opportunity comes if it does like i said i'm, I'm i'll be staying prepared for it yeah. and i want to be the want to get that challenge champion with a with my name on it at some point so hopefully um, absolutely well hopefully uh hopefully Definitely. we're having a champion celebration episode with you here in the next uh in the next year or so <laughs> that'd be that'd be amazing <laughs> yeah. you, have an, you have an open door to come back anytime you want anytime absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. thank you guys thank you guys no, it's been fun it truly no thank you i mean yeah. you're the one that's brought joy to us over the last six months being able to watch you to compete and, and especially in the last three hours now of us <laughs> talking um, it's it, it truly has been a pleasure Rossio, and thank you so much for the time and regardless of if, if it's challenge soccer uh, yeah. you know whatever it is trying to kill yourself out the grand canyon running 50 miles <laughs> dude we're rooting for we're you we're rooting for you we're rooting always. for you yeah. i appreciate it I really do yeah you guys uh you'll see the i'll throw in some clips of the grand canyon pretty soon heck so yeah I, heck yeah, yeah you'll see me Love out there it. dying Looking forward to it we good. <laughs> awesome. Well, Arasio, thank you so much. All right. Thank you, you guys. Thank you. Take care, guys. Bye. Yo, did we just talk to the rookie of the year for three hours? Baby goat. Wow. Like Baby. potentially <laughs> the rookie of the entire fucking series. Like uh, what? <laughs> that was awesome. Wow. Damn. Dude, he I okay. I just want to say I did not expect all of that because I took when he said he's not very comfortable talking to strangers, going in depth, having in-depth conversations in English. I was like, all right, this is going to be like an hour, hour, half tops. No, man, he he is a really great conversationalist. He He tells stories really well. He's funny. He's quippy. Like, I just. I love him more. Yeah, now. he's not Robert Downey Jr. with quips. But no, he but is he's funny. funny. He's funny. Yeah, I, we laughed like the whole freaking time. Like my cheeks hurt again. He needs to give himself more credit. He does. He, he does not. Does. He's when, the he's the Chris Hemsworth. He's the one who's good at everything. Yeah. Well, and like when he said like he's his own biggest when he's his own biggest critic, I was like, yeah, I, I can tell because yeah. you're downplaying your soccer, you know, accolades, <laughs> you're downplaying your accolades on the challenge. You're downplaying your ability to like sit here and have an amazing conversation with strangers. You don't fucking know. And we'll probably never meet. And we are strange. Yes. And we are very odd and we talk a lot. So, <laughs> wow, man, what a, what a, what a life he has led. Like, that's so cool. And that's the thing. 
it makes me think back like when the season first started and like he came on and they're like, oh, this guy's a soccer player. And I was like, oh, cool. Cause like I played soccer for a lot, not yeah, on too. the, not on the level that he did, which is why I didn't bring it up. Cause I was like, mm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I played in middle school. I mean, I played all the way through I like elementary. I played elementary, middle high school. I played, I played for like nine years, but, and I also quit playing because That's I tore my game. meniscus, but it, it was just, I was like, okay, you're, you're a different level. You're a different kind of soccer player, <laughs> uh, you know, but I remember seeing him on the show, like out there, like juggling the soccer balls and stuff. And then getting to actually hear all of it, I was just like, okay. Oh, and I had in here, like, what kind of, like, ended that soccer journey for you? But it didn't end. Like, he's now on another team. I would have loved to talk to him about the difference between, the differences between, like, indoor and outdoor soccer, um, you know, and how he plays and approaches those, um, because they are very different. But, you know. Hopefully we get another uh, chance to to have Horacio back on in the future uh, and, you know, talk to that him could about be the second stuff. interview. Oh, my gosh. Oh, there's going to be a second interview. Let's not play each other. Let's not downplay. I'm going to I'm going to Sorry, go ahead. If Horacio doesn't get brought back, I'm highly debating. I can't say this, but something will burn. I will burn I, something. I'm just going to say I'm just going to tell the listeners, should Horacio never get invited back onto the challenge? He will still be invited back onto the Challenge Fandom podcast. Like, just because, if he never got called on the show again, does not mean that he's not one like Marlon that I'm going to want to consistently keep up with because his life is just yeah. so interesting and and he's an interesting person and his the way he looks at life is just like it, his you mannerisms don't, how he carries himself. You yeah. don't see that a lot in people, especially no. younger people these days, you know, and that those younger generations, it, it's a very old school, old soul feel to him of that, that, that don't give in, never quit, you know, and I, I'm sure that he picked a lot of that up probably from his dad and, and all the, you know, the work growing up and, and working with his dad and having to experience all, being homeless in Spain out of just freaking nowhere and just, you know, uh, it just, wow. My previous statement still stands. If they don't fucking cast him again, I will burn something oh, down. Oh yeah, we will riot. And it's, it, it's initials are... It, Even if you have to build it first. Yeah. If you says have, something for three times, it's going to happen. Initials, <laughs> initials start with a B and end with a P. And there's an M somewhere in there's there. There's somewhere in there, but we're not going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> you can infer. You can infer, but they better fucking cast him again. I, I mean, do, like... They would be... They'd have to be insane to not. Like I said on the episode, like they yeah. would have to be insane to not cast Horacio again after what he yeah. accomplished. Like you yeah. have to look at that. Like yes, and I I that. get the Olivia. I agree with Olivia a hundred percent. But I'm just saying, like it, it, even if like just just Horacio's accolades, even on when they weren't yeah. partners, just what he accomplished by himself when he wasn't partnered with Olivia, in my opinion, is enough to to have him brought back. Then you add on what he was able to accomplish with Olivia. I, it just like all this stuff. It's just like it would just be stupid to not bring him back. Agreed. Agreed. Well, yeah. they get the fandom to agree on something. Yeah, yeah. Like, that never you happens. Can't, you can't have your entire fan base agree on something collectively, which has never happened before. Yeah, and then not follow through. And if he doesn't fit the theme, then change the theme and make a theme that works. <laughs> make it for Horacio. <laughs> the theme is Horacio. Yeah. Yeah. Horacio must fit. <laughs> yeah. No more alternates for Horacio. Okay. We like, we're done with this. Okay. Let's just, they're going to be like, cast. who do you want? Devin? 
Arasio. Who do you want? CT? Arasio. Who do you want? Bananas? Arasio. That's who we want. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, what, want. that's what it right. is. Yeah. All right. Guys, with that being said, and, and actually, before I say this, does anybody have any additional closing statements they would like to add before I close this out? Because as much as I love you guys, I need to get up and I need to go eat some food. I need to eat too. I'm starving. Yeah, I haven't eaten. The only thing I have to say is Horacio. Horacio. Fire emoji. Fire emoji. Why you got to steal my shit? Because it's fire emoji. Fire emoji. Top five rappers of all time. Why'd you tell on me? Why'd you tell on me? Horacio. How dare you? You fucking told on me to Horacio. Did you not tell on me to Tori? No, I didn't. I told on Sarah. You did, but she's not sitting in front of him. I was just like, oh, mother. No, but I have to go back upstairs and then she'll hear it later. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you blushing right now? Me? No, but I was at yeah. the moment oh, when Rick said it. I was like, God damn it. And I don't <laughs> blush. Like, I don't, I don't really get embarrassed easily. Wait, I, was just I just like, saw you go like this again. I'm like. <laughs> Why you have to do that? Then I had to play it off like it was just for the video. No, I because, was watching. <laughs> because it was Horacio. Horacio. No, look, at yeah. the end of the day, um, I think Horacio is very much, a well, very much aware of the effect he has on women. <laughs> I, I, let's true. not get it twisted. Like, Horacio yeah. knows. He, he knows might be slightly guy, introverted, yeah. but he didn't say nothing about approaching a woman in Spanish. <laughs> very true. <laughs> very true. Just putting that out there. Just saying. With that being said, guys, I've had a great time on this one. Yeah, this I literally yeah. expected it to be wrapped like an hour and a half ago, and yeah. I'm not mad that we're still talking because it was worth every minute to sit there and talk with Horacio about all of this. I know we've said his name yeah. about 300 times just in the closing. I got Horacio. perma smile. Horacio. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to go Sorry. for the last hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to miss any of it. Yeah, the ones that we don't know how long it's going to go mm-hmm. and are the ones that are always the best because yeah. we'll just spin off of whatever the conversation is, which is what a conversation is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it really does go beyond the edit. Like, it absolutely you does. You didn't see, I mean, you saw aspects of Horacio in the edit because he, he did a very truthful edit. Yeah. But also, there's so much more that people just do not know. Yeah. They didn't have the, the opportunity to get to know, and now they do, which is right. fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. This was honestly, this will be the last thought I add in. I know you're trying to close out. I just, I think that we, we've, we came into this podcast and these unplugged episodes with, an idea of what we wanted these unplugged episodes to do and majority of the time we we get right on that line or very close to that line but i feel like this episode with Horacio is dead on freaking bullseye to what we wanted our unplugs to be and i'm so entirely grateful for the time he was willing to give to us when he was supposed to be training and doing other stuff today uh you know knowing his dedication it means a lot that he was willing to put that stuff aside to sit here and talk to us for three hours. Yeah. So huge shout out to Horacio. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, this was, it was awesome to be able to get to know him this way. And we got some exclusives too. What? Yes. Love it. I'm so sorry for you guys hearing me say this over and over. I just can't help myself. Horacio. <laughs> I'm I'm very glad that we reached out to him at the very beginning of the season. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Even and if, even if it was because we always like anybody's name that we even slightly don't know how to pronounce. Yeah, we'll listen to the other people on the show. Yeah, and how they say it. But they but said there it about seven-, seven different pronunciations <laughs> yeah. for Horacio's name. 
within the first episode that he was yeah. on. And we're like, great. So we're no further ahead. <laughs> was just like, I'll just message him on Instagram and see if he responds. And just said, like, I'm from the Challenge Fandom Podcast. We have no idea how to pronounce your name, but we know we're going to be saying it a lot this season. Can you tell us how to pronounce it? <laughs> and he was like, he was super grateful about it, too, because obviously we took the initiative to say, like, we want to make sure that we do this right. That it's right. Yeah. And I mean, it's a great Absolutely. way to start off uh, a, a relationship, relationship yeah. communication. Yeah. yeah. Look, Horacio is very, um, very modest. So I'm going to go ahead and say this. You better put some fucking respect on that man's name. Horacio yes. Gutierrez Jr. Put some motherfucking and respect. Remember that shit, because I have a feeling we're going to be seeing him a lot more. Yeah. Um, yeah. With that being said, for myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, Tony, stats, and fucking info, Lance. And then we've got Josh motherfucking Chambers. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this interview as much as we enjoyed doing it, as well as keep your eyes peeled. We got some more names coming at you here soon. And if you have any questions, you want to know more about us, hit us up on IG. Karina loves interacting with the fans. But otherwise, not that we don't. We just don't have keys to the castle. Yeah, and, and we we don't need keys to the castle. I don't Let's trust be real. The keys to the castle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we'll. Ju- I just keep sending you stuff. That's it. Um, but with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If you get an opportunity, rate us five stars. If not, I mean, we think you're a hater, but we understand. But make sure you subscribe because you don't want to miss new episodes, especially if you're a hater. Definitely make sure you subscribe because you're going to be mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> Alright guys, have a good one. We love you. Bye. Later. Yeah. Bye.